Dustin, I know it's totally in the wrong order. We never do the beer in the cold open, but I need it. I need a drink right now. I need a drink right now. Uh, I'm with you, Logan. Good. I'm cracking this one. Open right it. You now. should open it right now. Let's just have a drink right now. I know it's against protocol, but God damn it. I think, and I don't even speak for you, but I think we maybe just found the worst movie we've ever watched. Welcome back to Sharktoberfest, the show where we watch shark movies for some fucking reason, and we keep thinking it's going to be fun, and it just keeps hurting us again and again. Who's us? Me, one of your hosts, Logan Nielsen, and joining me as always is my co-host and resident battered man, Dustin Pixley. Hi, Dustin. Hi, Logan. How are you? Ooh. <laughs> We watched uh, a new film, 2022. I think it came out in January. It was fairly like recent. But yeah. this year, either way, this year, and the year is not that old, came out this year. And it's a shark movie, supposedly. You we'll can't, get into that. You can't but, hear it, but yeah. I'll put some big quotes around it. Shark movie, The Requin, starring Alicia Silverstone and other some, people. Some other guy <laughs> whose name I don't remember right now. Um, and it might be the biggest pile of shit we've ever watched. So spoiler alert now. Spoiler alert, it's very bad, and we don't want you to watch it. No. No. We're going to give our recommendation right now. No. 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 Not even, not even you're like you hear our review and you're kind of like, oh, but maybe. No. No. Nope. No! I, uh, yeah, I thought we had found the worst movie out there until now. We have, we've shattered this, it. We shattered it. This one blew away the others in pure pointlessness is what i'm going to say not even just like it's, it's poor craft it's a it's a dumb movie it's 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 shoddily made but also uh just just seems to have no uh, direction or drive or reason for existing no if you actually want to watch this movie just watch the trailer because you will see it does tell you the movie the entire movie you do get to tell the movie and and you don't uh you don't uh you don't have to sit through you know all the bad green screen alicia silverstone doing I don't want to call it acting. <laughs> I don't really know what it was that she was doing. Um, you know, it's like it's like when you know, just someone kind of wanders onto a train, like a subway, and starts talking, and you're kind of like, I don't know if they're like crazy or high, but like this isn't for anyone. <laughs> but they're <laughs> you doing know? a better job at it. That's true. Than you, she did in this. Yeah, movie. yeah. Well, because that makes me feel things. You know, people do that on train because you know, even if it's either either interesting or I'm scared. You know, but I'm, I feel something. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we already opened our beer because because we just we just had to start. We just had to start. Needed. You know, I, I I rarely do this show feeling like I need a drink. This is the only time I've really felt like I need a drink if I'm going to talk about this one. Oh, yeah. No, no. For sure. For uh, sure. Several. 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 We almost thought about doing our shot already. That's true. We almost thought about <laughs> putting this shot. We, we still fucking could. It's possible. We just start. <laughs> do you want to do a shot now? <laughs> well, we sure can. Do you, do you got one on deck? Oh, a topic? Yeah. Do or are we just going to do a shot? <laughs> Yeah, just throw out the whole conceit. Uh, but yeah, that's what we watch. But let, I'm gonna try to get in a good mood. I'm gonna try to get because what's the show? And hey, I love I love doing this show. At least we're here. We're here. We have beer. We got beer. Get used to it. That can't be. 
Uh, what are we drinking right now? We already cracked it open, took a sip. Uh, so you picked up the usual suspects, Surly Un- Mix Pack. Unusual. unusual. Excuse me. Unusual. unusual. Uh, so they do things a little bit different up there in old Surly country. So those Mix Packs come with four different beers. One's always... One's the flagship. And we've covered this. One's always furious. So you, you always got that standby. Yep. Uh, we started with the Idaho 7 IPA. Uh, this is the Hyper Modern Idaho 7 IPA. And I do have information on my phone. Bring it up. Hyper Modern. Some people get excited about sneaker drops or digital pictures of apes that are money for some reason. <laughs> are you making this up? No. Just tell me, Logan, if you're no. making it up. No. <laughs> like, there's like that's a good dig at like the whole NFT thing, but if you don't know what that means, that is very confusing. Because that's specifically at that one group that does that. They they do all these pictures of this one like chimp, and that's their like whole NFT. Oh, well, that's brand. what they sell. Yeah. It's a very like broy NFT collective. If you have never heard of that, it's kind of obscure though, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's still two normals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very obscure. I'm sorry. Continue with your blur. No, no, because it was but yeah, because digital pictures of apes that are money for some reason. That is what empty NFTs they, are. Listen, they're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, breweries, they get excited about hops. The Idaho 7 hop. And I noticed the Idaho 7 is it has a R. It's restricted. So it's a that's like a copywritten hop, it looks like. Yeah, I wonder if whoever... Someone owns the rights to that. Yeah, one of the farms trademarked it, sure. But I've never seen that before, really, on the hops before, where it's like a trademarked... Or it's not trademarked, it's restricted, so it's like a copyright thing. Yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. The Idaho 7 hop, developed by our friends at Jackson Hop Farm, so it must be them. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Bridges the tropical-slash-citrus divide with striking notes of melon, pineapple, tangerine, and red berries. So many different red berries. Which one? (laughs) Hypermodern IPA centers Idaho 7 for a thoroughly unique and drinkable IPA. I'm glad they're finally making drinkable IPAs. I, finally. <laughs> it's a good move. The other ones were just... I've you, been suffering through Oh, my God. You couldn't even pour out of a can. No. There was undrinkable. It was a solid. Yeah. <laughs> this one's got sand in it. Uh, believe the hype. Hypermodern. And I, I took one sip, but honestly, it didn't really register. Let me... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's I would it, put it in the category of it's it's fine. You know, it's, it's fine. The different fruit flavors that are going for, I feel like, just makes a a, a mishmash. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I can taste kind of like the melon, kind of the pineapple, but they're kind of just at the same level. I'm it, not. I don't know if I'm getting any red berry though. No, no, nothing's really standing out in this. You know, it's no. I can tell there's there's meant to be fruit flavors. Yeah, but it's it's just kind of I don't know. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just yeah, it's it's not a bad beer. No, but I'm not gonna rush out to go get another six pack or anything. No, no, I wouldn't buy this one separately. No, you know what I mean. With the with the, I think with the sample packs, that's a good way to discern if it's a, you know, would you buy this one on its own? This one, not so much. Some of the other ones we've had, absolutely. Grindcore, grindcore. I'd, I'd even that mosaic one they did. I'd buy that on its own. That was a tasty one. That one was fantastic. Yeah. So what was the other one they had that that other that like eight bit one or whatever the fuck it was in it. And that was that the eight bit one was a, a sour, but the one that was like Galaxy something or other in the in that same oh, pack. I can't remember. But that was a good pack though. That was, that was a really good pack. Yeah. But this one's all right. The end. Yeah. The end. No. <laughs> the we've, end. We've, yeah. We've had. I mean, listen. We've had some not great beers on here. 
Mm-hmm. And this one's... I wouldn't put this one under not no, good. Just right in the middle. But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And listen, yeah. it's drinkable. It is a liquid. It, they finally made a drinkable IPA. And it's cold, so... Yeah. Surly has, in the past, made a lot of just... if if Whether they were undrinkable or just a whole deal, a whole process, you know? Yeah, they've sent just ingredients, and I had to make the beer myself. That's That was bold that, that they was. did that. Yeah, it was. Because I wanted beer now, not... You want a beer now? In like three weeks. Yeah, but, but you got to wait now. Yeah. And and then and the note that they sent with it too was like this. You should have thought earlier, idiot. It was really aggressive. It note. was, yeah, aggressive marketing. God, no wonder they call him Surly. Am I right? Listen, I know these are bad riffs, but uh, we watched the wreck one. So the- <laughs> yeah, this is actually pretty good for <laughs> actually- what we went through. <laughs> we are giving more effort than is really required of us. I'm surprised how well we've come into this to start. Yeah. I assumed we would have been much more broken. I, I literally, I told you earlier. I today, I was thinking about us recording today, and usually I'm really excited, and I was just like, I don't want to talk about this movie. I was just sad when it was over. I was kind of like, that was a waste of that. That was the first time I've ever been like, that is life. I will never get back. Yeah. Even with some of the bad movies we've watched, I've had enough fun thinking of stuff to talk about or like even like we watched dark tide together that was a bad one but like we had a good time just shitting on it together this is the first time i was just like i wish i could take that back yeah i I really wish i I could take that back i don't believe us watching this together would have made it any better because i think we both would have just been stunned in silence of how bad this movie is yeah and i and i watched it with with jess and i kind of told her i'm like i'm annoyed because watching it with you and us arguing about it <laughs> we were but like we were both just like why the fuck is this happening like we were arguing with each other but we were like arguing with the movie uh, both, absolutely like yeah. both of us were both of us were like mad at the movie and at a point i'd be like we need to calm down because it's getting intense in here but we're just mad at this movie and like if i hadn't watched with her i watched it by myself i probably would have just been on my phone and would have probably saved myself a lot of hurt yeah <laughs> But instead, I was locked in. I was locked in and getting passionate about it. And this movie doesn't deserve the passion at all. It deserves nothing. Nothing. <sighs> nothing. Are we diving in the movie yet, or do you want to do some other business first? Let's. What, do you, what else have you been watching? What, uh, you watching I started DMZ last night. The Oh, the on Rosario HBO Dawson Max? one? Yeah. The DC, it's like a DC show, but it's like a zombie show or something? Yeah, I think, I think so. Something like that. It was. I think it was a graphic novel anyway. Right. But it, yeah, because yeah, I, I noticed it had the DC emblem, but I'm like, does this tie into other DC stuff or was it just a DC graphic novel? I think it was that, a graphic okay. novel. Okay. I don't know a lot about it. I just saw a trailer. Okay. Uh, I couldn't sleep last night, so I threw it on. Uh-huh. I got like two episodes deep. It's, it's okay. Okay. Uh, I like the feel of the world they're in. Okay, that's a good good uh, review. Yeah, because because that's hard to do sometimes, especially with a, a you know. Yeah, they're, they're basically just in a post-apocalyptic New York City is what right. the setting is. It's a little strange because uh, Rosario Dawson's character is searching for her son that she lost, uh, I believe, seven years before because they got separated when they were leaving the finally getting around looking for him. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, she ah oh, fuck. This kid's not coming back. The backstory is the backstory. She has searched everywhere around, and it's hard to get into the DMZ. You know, right? De- demilitarized zone. Yeah. Uh, and there's like just kind of a weird. But it's it's a zombie show, right? It's or is not, it? No. It's not oh, okay. I guess the from the trailers and maybe just having Z in it, maybe just put that in my head, right? But I kept thinking there was some sort of like infection. No, there was just some it. kind of war. Oh, okay. But and, it's split like New York down the middle, and outside of. 
that you have the U.S. and then some other territory, and they're all fighting one another. It's kind of strange. Okay, interesting. Okay. Um, okay. And there's kind of a weird political thing going within the New York City. Okay. Where there's like, and they're basically just like gangsters, but they're trying to vie to be the governor of this little area. Okay. It's kind of weird, but... Huh. Again, I like the feel of the world they're in. That's so a, I'm probably going to keep going. That's for a, while. a lot for a show like that. That actually makes me more interested that you like the feel of the world because my thing when I saw the trailers for it, I was kind of like, "This is just it feels like it's going to be like a lazy Walking Dead." Is that what it felt like? But again, I was, in my head it was like a zombie show, but I guess it's right. not at all. So, so maybe I need to maybe I need to check her out. Yeah, maybe try a couple and see what okay. you think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? What am I watching right now? So I got I'm in I'm in the middle of some some HBO shows right now because I've already told you about how I watch Winning Time. Yeah, and I think that's coming up on its season finale. Still love that show, but then Barry started back up. Yes, I, I've been watching that as well. Uh, and so far, Barry's still good. It's such a good show. It is such a good show. <laughs> I like this season too because he's I like just coming unraveled and it's he's, great. They're clearly leaning into Barry being a terrible person. But he's still compelling and not even necessarily likable, but you're just kind of like, what is this doof going to do next? Like, what's this violent doof going to do? Well, and I think having Bill Hader be the, the star of That's that. That's a big part of it. Having him play that character. Yeah. Because you can't help but kind of love him, even though you're just like, you're a monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I, and I mean, you know, I love, I love what they're doing with like NoHo Hank this season. I, yeah. It's just, it's. Such a great show. I'm so glad it's back. I really missed it. I really I did too. This uh COVID really fucked things up. I'm so fucked up on TV now. Right. Because I'm just like I didn't realize things it had, are coming back and I'm just like, yeah. oh, I I almost forgot all about you. Well, I didn't realize it had been three years since Barry was on. The yeah, because even was twenty nineteen. Yeah. But I'm glad that's back. And then I just started I haven't watched the second episode yet. So we're this is probably a couple weeks before this episode comes out but so the, the we own this city just came I out i did want to watch just, that it's so far i've only watched the first episode i'm gonna keep checking out just because i like that world i like david simon and it feels like a spiritual sequel to the wire even though it's not set in the world at all but i feel like they're making some intentional choices because like now they have some of the people who played like uh drug dealers and stuff in that show are either cops or like regular working guys now but like they specifically cast those actors, and like I feel like that was intentional. Oh, I'm sure to further blur the line between. Because that's what The Wire always did too: is blur the line between you know who's good and who's bad, and like what it's all just you know infrastructure stuff. No matter where your drugs or police or whatever, and that's what always made it. Because you loved every character in that show, even like some of them were horrible murderers. And you're like, yeah, but I like the guy. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? he's, he's pretty awesome. It's like, yeah, this cop's fucking corrupt. Ah, but he's funny though. Like that was the beauty of that show. Just like I'm gonna make you like everybody, and some some of them are just gonna get killed. <laughs> They're going to get whacked very unceremoniously. It's going to make you feel sad. Um, but this show, too, it, it's it's interesting the story it's covering because I know a little bit about the true story that it's about. Um, the first episode spends a lot of time of them like really over explaining the premise because it like part of it happens like right after um freddie gray he was a, a black man who was killed by police and it was like one of the big oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i did see in the trailer that was sort of a one of the overarching themes yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. part of that so like they spend a little too much time having to be like this one just happened this is when it is and here's what we're dealing with as a department like I get it, yeah. And kind of let's let's move the story along. But they they have especially like one character. Oh, it's actually um she's the uh she's the the sister in Lovecraft Country. Yes, I remember seeing yeah. the trailer. Yeah, yeah, and I knew I recognized her. 
so and again i've only seen the first episode but like all of her scenes were like basically explaining what the theme of the show is gonna be yeah and i'm like guys i, I kind of don't like that too and shows like <laughs> I, they have to do that yeah and this yeah. show does it a little too much which is too bad because the team behind it you know because like the wire never explained its premise it just let you feel it you know what i mean but yeah Maybe they just think we're all too dumb now. Or I wonder if it was maybe like a notes thing too. Like HBO was kind of like, all right, you got to make like, you know, this make is, it clear. This make is it what clear, we're especially about. this is such a thing that's on the mind of everyone in this country for the last right. couple of years. Maybe really drive it home. I don't know. I don't know. It just felt like a lot of like, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> all right, come on. I understand. I understand. Um, there is one character though from The Wire. He was he was in The Wire. He, he played a, a character named Poot. So if you're a fan of The Wire, you know who I'm talking about. But he was a, a young, uh, he's like really young in the first season, but like one of the, like the fresh drug dealers kind of. Um, and in this one, he plays a cop, but he has a he has a beard now. But he also looks exactly the same. <laughs> so he just looks like a little kid with a beard. So it really feels like Poot has put on a fake beard to pretend he's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a grown up and I'm a police. And that's just, it's like, really, I can't see him without being like, Poot, what are you doing? Does You're he, faking it. Does he wear an oversized trench coat and do his, does he have little legs? <laughs> oh, you know what? Come to think of it. Yeah. He's always looking like he like his tops maybe swing a fall bit. over. Yeah, yeah. I think we know what's <laughs> going on. That's a here. good point. That's a good point. He he does also keep saying I'm a grown up. He just keeps saying it, and I don't know why he keeps saying that is a weird statement to make. Anytime someone turns him, he goes I'm a grown up, and I'm just and it's like okay, and like the other characters look past it, like they're like they don't. It doesn't really register with them, but like I hear it, I hear it every time. He just goes no, I'm a, I'm a grown man. <laughs> One time he said, I'm, a, I'm one grown man. And I don't know why he said, I'm one grown, one man. grown man. I don't know why he made it singular like that. I think he mentioned, like a, he said, I have a beard. And he kind of had a little <laughs> weird, little little stank yeah. on it. Can't you see my beard? I'm a grown up. Yeah. I'm a grown man because I have a beard. <laughs> and it's interesting. He kept saying, and at one point, I swear his pelvis coughed. And I don't know. <laughs> not that's really a, no, that's sure. a dick cough, bro. That's not a big deal. <laughs> Uh, but I'm interested in the show. It jumps around in time a lot too, you know. Oh, that that can get messy. It gets messy, especially too. The times it's jumping between are like, it's like 2003, like 2013 and 2017. So it's like they're not. That's not really far enough to give you a very good not distinction. Different yeah. enough, but like they're also because it's about this one police like unit being found like dis like discovered are corrupt. So it's kind of showing you like first them getting arrested and then like now it's kind of backtracking to part of it. So it's like not flirting with it really, but it's also like this would almost feel a little more, I don't know, make a little more sense if it was just kind of, you know, uh, linear, linear, start yeah. to finish kind of what, what we're covering here. Right. But I don't know. Yeah. Eh. But I, I, mean, I do, I do think I'll give it a shot at some point. Yeah. I, I passed over it last night. But. Yeah. It might be a good one to wait till like a few episodes are out to take yeah. them down in a row. Because I even had that thought to watching the first one. I was like, this might be a better like kind of binge, a binge one. one. Yeah, I'm having that a little bit with Barry, not because I can't keep up with it, but because you I, want more. I finish an episode and I want I three know. more episodes. Oh, so I'm kind of like, do I need to be hard on myself well, and make a, myself it's a, wait? It's a shorter show as well, well. A, yeah 30 minute show so and then yeah you just you want to see what's gonna happen and that's next. how i watched the first two seasons i watched them just like you know just tore through them i maybe watched season two as it was going but i feel like i let a few stack up first because i wanted that that's a good idea and with season i'm starting to have it with this season being like ah, i may need to just take a break because i want to just mm, 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 i just want to take them down <laughs> baby I, boy i hear you <laughs> uh but yeah i don't know 
but those are good things. Those are great things. Those are good things I'm enjoying and I'm interested to talk about and see where they go. And I'm looking at the time of what we've been recording and we probably have to go to the movie part now. Look at that. I almost finished my beer. Weird. I Hmm. didn't yet. Let me... I just chugged down most of it. Do we need to go do our feature presentation? Roll it. And now, your feature presentation. Come on. Please get in. Let me help you. You'll feel totally different. Come on, we promised we were just going to let go of everything, remember? Besides, we paid a freaking fortune for this floating villa. Come on. <laughs> right. <sighs> the Requin. 2022. Directed by Levon Kiet. Starring Alicia Silverstone. James Tupper. That's a big fucking waste of time (laughs) (laughs) okay my question yeah someone edited this movie Mm, they didn't though well (laughs) no on the very technical side yes someone had the job of editing how does this get through so many levels Uh, people saw this there there are producers on this who put money down producers and eps it was shot in a studio in universal studios and also full sail university which is a film school and i don't know how anyone looked at anything was just like well that's not how you do that (laughs) this is one of the worst green screened movies we've watched and that's that's even i i would say it's even worse than sky shark sky sharks was more obvious but that was a style choice this is just janky ass green screening. Well, even in the trailer, I was watching it with Buddy because he was curious about the movie. You know, I was like, "Well, yeah. bring it up." You know, you can. He's he's like, "Oh my god, that CGI!" Just in the trailer alone, yeah. you couldn't hide your your and horrible CGI. And that's your sizzle reel. Is your, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, that's the be, that's one of the best shots you have. Yeah, it it just. I don't even know where to begin with it. It's just so it's so bafflingly bad. Like I was just I I I've been you know kind of playfully frustrated with movies before. I've been like what ah you know as you know this was the first I was genuinely angry. I was genuinely mad that I was watching it, that people made it, that we paid six ninety nine for it. Oh my god, yeah we we rented this fucker and we did it just because it was new. How did they not immediately discount this to like two ninety nine? That's fucked. That's fucked too. And I can't believe it. I read somewhere that someone had watched on the big screen. Like it had got like a limited theatrical release. I'm like, I thought this for sure was a, an online only. Could you imagine how pissed off you'd be to have to sit through that? Yeah. Because I did. On a, well, but on a, <laughs> on a big screen. Uh, like I, you, I to wonder, make the effort to go to the theater. I, I wonder how bad the green screen looks on, on the big screen. Or does it maybe does it hide some of it? Because I'm not watching it on my HD television. But <sighs> yeah. Um, it's well just all aspects like you said okay yeah. the, the way they shot it is horrendous the cgi is terrible the acting is atrocious from all parties yeah the, uh, everyone's terrible in it and i'm not saying like alicia silverstone is a bad actress in everything i've only seen her in a couple things to be honest 
uh, her in this is some of the worst acting I've ever seen. She's and here's the thing too: she's she's going for it, and it sucks because usually movies like this, and you have someone who's a, a name. They're you they're can, phoning yeah, it. I was in. gonna say. I was just gonna say. You can see they're phoning it. Usually in. Usually, it's them kind of yeah. be like, "Eh, I'm sort of doing it." She's going for it, and it sucks. And not in like a fun way. Like she's not chewing the scenery. Like she's not being ridiculous. Like we've seen. You know, uh, one of the first ones come to mind from a show we've covered was like uh, like Donald Logue in Shark Night. You know what I mean? He's he's just kind of chewing scenery and fucking around, right? Yeah, no, he's just playing with it. He's having yeah. a good time. But he's like, whatever. He probably didn't even audition for it. They probably just asked if he'd play the cop character. And he's like, sure, I'm going to boop, boop, boop. It's me, cool cop. I'm cool sheriff. Beep a doop. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just kind of goofs. I don't know if this was her, like, trying to jumpstart her career and be like, look, I'm a real actress. I don't know. Because her roles before this were... Not the most serious roles. No, and even I went back and I looked at her movie career, and I'm like, yeah, she she did Clueless, and then Batman and Robin, and then was around and just trash for a while. Like, yeah, all mid '90s trash. If it weren't for Clueless, like she she wouldn't be a name. She wouldn't be famous in any way. She wouldn't have this iconic status. Ugh, as if. Did she do? The Aerosmith video before Clueless, that may have what got her noticed. Yes, I believe. So she was in like three. Yeah, so Aerosmith she was kind of like the hot music video girl. Yes, yeah. She was in a couple of those because she was in Crying and Crazy and I believe another one. Yeah. With Liv, her and Liv. With did. Liv Tyler. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah, because you know when you want your daughter to be in your music videos and for her to be sexy. You know when you want that? You know how it's a normal thing to, to want? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. Steven was down there being like, Liv, you got to sex it up. Yeah. You gotta. He just says that <laughs> <Yep>. after. <laughs> I also just realized in this moment how close that is to Waka Waka. <laughs> how different would Aerosmith be if during songs he was like Waka Waka? Oh, I thought you were going to say if Fozzie Bear or led Fozzie, the band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Say, dude looks like a lady. It's fuzzy. I, I can't do it. I can't do impressions. I don't know if I'll be able to say it, but <laughs> ah, dude looks like a lady. No, I can't. I can't oh, sustain that's all it. Good. I can't sustain. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, that's the Aerosmith music videos, and not the Requiem. Um, where do we begin with this movie? Because I don't. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't want to go beat by beat, but I feel like we have to. We're not going to be tedious because I want to. Well, I want to sprint. Listen, this we'll be able to get through it fast because nothing really happens. It's incredibly boring. Um, so the two people, Alicia Silverstone and James Tupper, I know they have names, but I don't think they're ever said in the movie, <laughs> or I never remembered them. They are said, but I don't remember I, them. I all. don't remember. So what they are. just they're Alicia and, and Jim. Yep. We'll go with that. Uh, they're in. So well, first off, the movie starts with this. But, like, well, it's a three-minute bullshit. This foggy. Yeah. I, I, I was watching. I'm like, why is there so much? fog this isn't because it's just like this this like swirling kind of fog they thing. are kind of obsessed with the fog for really no As reason that comes on later there's just always this digital haze put over everything i'm like why is it fucking foggy right now that's you're in the like they're on a clear sunny ocean like why is it foggy um 
but then it it's all this, and then it does this slow zoom in to you see something kind of in the distance and it turns out it's a big pregnant belly um, and you see the belly button first and to which Jess said is that a butthole was her first that's the first thing <laughs> the first note I have is is that a butthole Jess Mulkey and you're like no Jess that's just this movie this yeah, movie is a butthole the movie feels like a butthole um, and I saw the belly and can I tell you right now I guess this will also go with maybe the slight content warning yeah put that out there just in case uh content warning for reproductive issues i don't know i just want to give people a warning in case it's a a triggering thing or whatever uh but i saw the belly right away i said like there's a miscarriage in this movie there's absolutely the backstory is a miscarriage and i was right kind of it was it was a stillborn yeah is what it turns into uh because that's the backstory these two characters they're a married couple and they've gone to vietnam uh, and they're staying on this villa that's on the water, like literally above the water. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're there to like do that to get away from because she had a home birth in a tub, and I believe it came out stillborn. It, it's it is it's clunky. It's such a heavy issue, and it's forced in so clunkily. And it it gave me a little bit of being like this. Hey, leave the Derek out of it. It felt a little bit like that. It felt a little like leave Stewart. Stuart, thank you. Sorry, Stuart. You're so very welcome. Um, but it's, it felt like a leave the Stuart. I was like, I don't know if we need this, but it did nothing because it served for the story. no real plot. Yeah, and the, then they, it would have been so much easier if they just would have had one of them cheat something. Because especially too, then it turns into how she's got this like trauma associated to water because it was a Which home birth. Also, don't there's take her other there. ways to do uh, PTSD. There's other with, days, other ways to show that, but then yeah. also if if your wife is having trauma specific to water don't take her to a villa a bungalow that's on the, on the water. water yeah don't make her go scuba diving and snorkeling and sleep above the water you fucking psycho take her to arizona yeah <laughs> don't go there take her to the mountains go to the woods don't go only live on the water are you out of your fucking mind and that's literally first of many, many, many stupid things our characters are going to yeah. do throughout this movie. That would be like if if my girlfriend came home, she goes, I'm still really upset about uh, you know, my a family member being shot in the face. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. You want to go to a gun convention? Like that's not how <laughs> that's not how you help. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's not I I I can't believe it, my mother was mauled to death by wild dogs. Hey, guess what I brought home? A puppy. <laughs> Well, yeah, and they don't show it like he's doing it as a way to get her over the trauma. He's just taking her on vacation. He's just taking her on vacation. So it's not it's even like, part of the story. No. No. So that's that's the one thing, because that whole section, it just feels, I mean, gross, for lack of a better word. It yeah, just, no, that's just, the best way to put it. It does. It's just it, it feels like it's just a way they're trying to, to get people in. And I think it also, why we also feel so bad is like, to me, it, it puts this weird damper on the movie, even though it's not a good movie, but it makes you, it, that's the starting point. And they reveal it pretty quick. Like, I thought it was going to be like a long, like a slow burn. I, I predicted it, but I'm just like, I feel like they're not going to tell us like till so almost the end, really. till the, the climax. I thought yeah. once you get into like act two, there's going to be like a finally revealing what it's about, you know, a la The Shallows kind of the same thing like we don't really reveal that like because it was like a, a, her dad died or her mom her died, mom died. Her mom yeah died. yeah and it's like they talk about it but not really but then it's like at the end she like deals with it you know what i mean so that was gonna be that no instead they're just kind of like okay this is what it is and then like of her just being like it's it's my fault because i wanted the 
the the water birth and then he's like it would have been dead anyway it didn't have a heartbeat i'm like jesus christ oh yeah and just the deliverance jesus. of the lines are so bad i was like motherfucker this this is how we're starting the movie <laughs> good lord so i think that's part of why i just felt like kind of icky the whole time too because there's that just dropped on us and then a bunch of dumb shit happens after that. And I couldn't appreciate the dumb shit because I've been I've I've been <laughs> fucking shanghaied with, with the stillborn plot line. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah, it was just not Ugh. Ugh. It didn't work for this movie. No. It you would know. be hard to work in most movies. Well, yeah. Unless you have a really good script and but, good you know, actors. The, yeah, you'd have to have a really good yeah. story. You know, and, yeah. and more or less build your story around that and not yeah. like then turn it into a we're lost at sea. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you wrote a really good character drama, that could work. But yeah. instead, then what happens is a, a storm hits and literally just takes their villa out to sea. Oh my god! What? What is it? Kyle, we're moving away from land. And they're in it. And this is where, too, I got annoyed. Because when we watched the trailer and saw that as the plot, I thought for sure it meant we were just going to spend all of our time in that. I'm like, oh, this is their way to shoot indoors but pretend it's a shark movie. <laughs> But they have quickly burn it because they try to start a signal fire with yeah, they, a plastic water bottle. Which I don't even think doesn't work that, that way. Plastic work. does not work that way. It doesn't no. it doesn't focus the light like that. If it was glass, maybe. But even then, yeah. Well and these are well, okay. The the way they discover this is uh they're sleeping. Oh god. And yeah. the sun hits it. And apparently Burns his, it burns his balls. His ball sack. Yeah. He's like, oh. Uh. Ow. What is it? Shit. Huh. What is it? I just, just got burnt. What? Yeah. Ah. Do you smell that? It smells like burnt hair. Yeah. Burnt the hair on the inside of my thigh. <laughs> it's, what the hell? Yeah, it just scorched my balls. <laughs> Well, you gotta keep it near you. Just want to keep it off my nuts. That's the thing too. They force in these really strange jokes that are, yeah, not great. No. Well, and again, I, 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 they're but just, then uh, right after that part, yeah, they see the cruise ship, and it's so far away. It's so far away. It's on the horizon, and then Alicia and Silverstone's like, "Over here!" And I'm like, "They will not hear no. you." <laughs> and just to drive how these characters make terrible, terrible decisions. They chug their water because she needs to fill it with, with, with seawater sea to then, because it needs to be full. Right. Because it seemed to work when it was sitting there with... Yeah, it burned his balls easily enough. Yeah. So I don't know why. It's also unclear how long they were out there because it seems like... I, that's, I had that note too. I'm like, so, because they try it once when they see the plane. That's the first attempt to start a fire. And she's screaming at the plane. I'm like, a plane will never hear you. Ever hear you. Don't yell. Wave your hands and do whatever you want to do, yeah. but don't yell. A plane, no. I don't know. You ever been on a flight? I've been like, oh, who's that? And yeah, look, right. that, that's never happened. It's a fucking plane, you idiot. <laughs> it's very loud. But anyway, they try to light the fire, but they're like, oh, the sun's too low. Yeah. But then we're on the next scene and they see the boat and then they're trying it again and it works. So then I was curious, like, so how much time is passing? It feels like it's meant to be a few days, but the movie doesn't they tell don't us that. don't tell us that. Or 
make that you could have had a night scene in between there yes well it seems like the problem is too is because after every scene the characters just fall to sleep no matter where they are they do that a lot there's a lot of opening scenes of them just sleeping this movie has more naps in it than i've ever seen in a movie ever because every scene starts with one of them just waking up and being like oh and then having to do stuff. I'm like, it, it always almost, feels like almost all the scenes as someone just waking up. Every single transition is one of them waking up, and it feels like it's the same day, though, because it's the same lighting. Nothing's changed. Well, that's what I question, too, because they, they seem so dehydrated. But I'm like, how much time has even passed? That's what I thought. In the in the first scene, when they're like, oh, my God, we got to conserve water, and they're trying to attract the plane. I'm like, if it's been, like, six hours, yeah, like, you're out in the de- like out on the, the ocean in the sun, you're gonna be warm. Yeah, you got a dry throat. Yeah, but, like, you're not gonna be, like, their their lips, lips are, are chapped, immediately yeah. chapped in white, and they're like, oh my, oh god, uh, honey, uh, and I'm like, how long has it been? <laughs> I have that same exact thought. Like, I know it takes, you can die of dehydration pretty quick, but a couple days... You know what I mean? It's oh, absolutely. Not, you're it's, not immediately dehydrated. But then they try to light fire and they just burn the fucking... Which, if they are trying to tell us that days have passed, their raft has been sitting above the water for days. Yes. So it's dry as fuck. Exactly. That's, so don't start a fire. Well, and but, but or, right before that, though, remember, she drains the rainwater out of the curtain, like, into her mouth. Yeah. And she's like, uh some water and i'm like how long if you've been sitting even for a day that would be dry in the sun even for a little bit that would be dried out but that's like yeah because the storm had just there was a huge storm the night before that but even that too even if that was in the curtains there's a good chance it'd be mostly seawater in there so it'd still be salt water yeah but then that's after the whole plane thing and stuff too so they've been out there long enough that that water would be dried up and i read this i read this one review someone was talking about like how in the beginning it's all the husband making decisions and he he forces her into these things and uh he he makes these bad decisions until she finally takes over and she makes worse decisions they're both incredibly dumb characters i it was disgusting that several reviews i found of this movie were kind of favorable and it pissed me off that that one i just quoted was from variety shame on you whoever wrote that review oh my god fucking shame on you and they're like, and she, you know, and Alicia Silverstone, she's going for it. And I'm like, she's awful in it. Get fucked. I hate when they pander. I hate when they pander. Like, you coward. You fucking coward. But they said that thing about like the, like, you know, and I'm like, I get it. But also she doesn't start making good decisions. She, she makes equally bad, if not worse decisions. It was her he- idea to start their goddamn raft on fire. Yeah. 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 And then after he, spoiler alert, dies. She makes baffling decisions because she gets to land and then goes back in the water for no fucking reason. No, because there's a small boat. And so she decides feet. to swim to that instead of, instead of yelling, to, yeah, yeah, yelling, and giving his attention. Throw a rock at him. You're on rocks. Throw a rock at the guy. Get your attention because he's sleeping in the boat. Don't get in the water to swim there when you were just being attacked by sharks on the beach. Oh, she immediately jumps in the water. By the way, the sharks don't happen till an hour, hour. into the movie. At One least. hour in. Yeah. Uh, and we do have one fake out with some fake dolphins, out dolphins, which is so stupid. And then just later, just suddenly a shark bites the guy. <laughs> it is too. The, sh- the sharks come out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, so after she, after she fucking burns the raft down, uh, she burns their house down in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, she burns their their houseboat, <laughs> and then they're just drifting on. Oh, I love too. 
because they don't show them swimming to anything. And then suddenly they're just floating on stuff. And then I looked at it. Did you notice that it's a bunch of just bits of wood? And they're all... Not burned. But they're painted black. Did oh, you notice no, that? no, I didn't. They're all painted black except for the sides. The ends aren't painted black. So they they did that to make it look like it's charred wood. But it's very clearly just wood painted black. It was embarrassing. I was embarrassed for this movie. For a lot of it. I was like, guys, don't show anyone this. Don't, just bury it. Guys, bury it. Guys, do, do, spill coffee on this hard drive. You do not need this movie. Oh, yeah. We need to open another beer. Don't yeah, we? let's do that. Which one are we doing here? Havoc Machine. Havoc Machine. Let me bring up Havoc Machine. Clean, hoppy, and devastating. <laughs> Havoc Machine delivers an authentic West Coast IPA payload. Our celebrated 2021 spring seasonal returns to unleash a classically dank and citrus-heavy assault of Cascade, Chinook, and Amarillo hops, wreaking havoc on lesser IPAs. All right, I'm fire fucking up now. I'm yeah. fired up now. Uh, it's also got the particulars here. What do, well, do you see? First off, is there like a like a measurement system for maybe how much fluid is in that can? If you uh, can see, sir, there are twelve fluid oh, ounces. Thank shit, uh, and it is seven point five percent ABV. The last one, hypermodern, was seven point six. Oh, take so, it down down a peg. So just down down a little bit. Did you mention this is a West Coast? Is it a West IPA. Coast IPA? I did not mention that. West Coast IPA. Havoc Machine. Let her rip, Big Daddy. Oh, grip it and rip it. Yes. Yes. Fuck yeah. Havoc Machine. I like that one. Yep. I like that one. That's I had a, tasty. I had a good feeling with the... That's kind of why I chose the order we were going in. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Because if you had this pack before, you said you uh, maybe a while have... back, a while back. Yeah. I like that one. I figured the West that's Coast got, would be a little more. That's got good flavor. A little more popular choice. That's yeah, got yeah. good flavor. It just, I mean, it's it's it files a little bit under like beer ass beer for me. Like yeah, it's got, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. got just good classic IPA flavor. Good though. Good though. Good stuff. I like it. Tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Enjoy that one. Ooh. I don't know where to go from here. I really don't. Um. So let's just let's just sprint through the fucking end of the movie. Then we'll get into some particular complaints, maybe about okay how it was made. But let's just so after all that dumb shit, um, she finally drags him to land, or she just wakes up on land after they're floating on their the burnt wood that's painted black. Yeah, picture Titanic at the end. She's on this plank. He just did have a comment. She goes, "Hey, it's better than Titanic because she shared the raft." And I was like, "Hey, you know what? All right, all right, fair, but." Yeah, yeah. So he gets his legs chewn off by a shirk. Chewn off, you say? Yep. <laughs> uh, I, stand, yeah. I stand by that. Yeah, she she gets him to land. She's like, baby, there's land, run, and then he's just missing both of his legs. It's just like, oh, oops. Honey, wake up. There's land. There's land, baby. No, baby. No, wake up. Come on. Wake up. Come on, baby. Wake up. Wake up. Um, and then she gets on land and passes out because she's she was due for a nap because it had been five minutes in the movie. Well, we um, had to transition scene. So and then there was a dream sequence where he wakes up and like has his legs back and comes and talks to her and was like 
something. something I, I don't something I to wrap. I cannot up, remember what he said. Yeah, something yeah. to wrap up the the arc between them, and then she does wake up for real, and then just watches his body gets slowly dragged under by sharks. Yeah. And she looks weirdly happy about it. She don't seem too upset. And I was like, that's fucked up. And she's on land. She's on land when that happens. She's on the beach. And then suddenly she's just not on the beach anymore. Suddenly the water is high and she's getting bit by a shark. Well, and she and that's when this uh, this makes no fog sense. rolls in and suddenly yeah, they have this hazy, they just put this fucking and control alt fog <laughs> on the rest of the movie. But suddenly she's just being bitten by a shark and she's in the water and we were both just like she she was on land. She was on dry land. Well, in she is in waist deep water at some point, but then when she gets attacked, she's in like ankle deep water. It but makes a, no sense. But that's the thing. She was already laying on dry land and then suddenly she's just in the water. She's in waist deep land, uh, waist deep water and walking and like hitting coral and stuff. And then she gets attacked by sharks and then she's back on land. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? There? They didn't show the tide roll in. They didn't show her drift out. She just was and then wasn't on land. And when she gets to the fucking land, you can see she's getting to this like island strip and there's a fucking house there. There's a bungalow. Oh, there. can you see a bungalow? Yes. You can see it very clearly. There's a fucking house there. And well, then, she takes the obvious choice and goes for the small cliff, little rocks to climb over. And here's the thing, too. The direction she goes. This movie is was maddening with their uh, their eyelines and directions. Like they did not know where anything was in relation to other shit. So here's the best way I can describe it. So it's it's so imagine it from your point of view. You're walking towards the island, right? And the island goes off to your right, and to your left is water, right? And you see to the right is the island and the house. So you get there. You're on land. Now you go left where there is no island, but suddenly you're climbing giant rocks that was not shown <laughs> yeah. in the establishing shot. And even the fucking rocks, as she's climbing them, half of them are digital. They had to do digital rocks for her to just be around. It's a maddening movie. I'm sure it was made during the pandemic, so they couldn't do a lot of location shooting. But fuck me running. Everything is the laziest cobbling together of green screen and cgi elements and like in the beginning i gave him some credit i'm like yeah you know what some of this green screen's okay their lighting was off like how they lit them versus what the color temperature of the sky was behind them was sure. wrong and that's how you fuck up green screen the most but at, like the opening scene was like i'll give them that their color temperature is wrong i can tell and it's they're, they're doing the wrong level of intensity of lighting but i was like you know what though pretty crisp green screen image behind them. I'll give them that for an independent production. And then it was things, just, things went downhill just real fast. Fucking pl- it was like Space Mountain just like it was Valley Fair Wild Thing level drop of quality of green screen. Oh, they truly gave up towards the end of that movie. The well even they gave up in the beginning of the movie, bro, cuz <laughs> when they go snorkeling, they are digitally put in of like this coral reef and they're shot in HD, you know, uh, and then the the nature footage is video that was clearly a different quality level and different frame rate. Did we say f- ripped from a VC uh, a VHS tape? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was <laughs> this was yeah. Some, this was from an episode of Kratz Creatures, and that was brand new footage. Yeah, but it was it, it reminded me of remember in um, Shark Lake when they have the whole. 
they go scuba diving to like fight the shark and they're just like digitally dropped into yes. this coral area that does not make sense scale wise or anything. It was that. It was like that. And it had these shallows vibes. And it was giving me at a point I started worrying we were going to get a dream sequence fake out like 47 meters down. So all the sins of Sharktoberfest past were coming, <laughs> coming into this movie. And you're like, no. No! And here's the thing. All of my guesses, too, were actually more interesting. I'm like, what if it was a dream? That would actually be, give me something to talk about. It would have been better than, <laughs> than what we got. Yeah. And so she gets to land. And so she goes left to the non-existent rocks that are just suddenly there, climbs them, and then she sees this little tiny fishing boat with this man sleeping on it. And she's like, instead of saying, like, hey! Instead, she just... Not a word. Just climbs on the rocks, swims in. Keep in mind, she was just being attacked by sharks 20 feet away? Oh, yeah. Swims in to get in his and, boat, and wake him up. And she has a giant wound on her leg. I don't think we mentioned that. Well, she got Yeah, she got bit by sharks, so yeah. she's got this big bloody uh, patch, and and everyone just keeps with their like leg wounds. They just keep putting like fabric over it. Just a t-shirt. She ripped her t-shirt. Yeah, but she does it to her, her husband, too, when he's at the leg wound, and right away like i was both of us me and jess were both like no you tie it tight above it for yeah. the even it's a, it's a tourniquet <laughs> yeah even movie logic wise everyone in movies know to do that you know it's because then, then that yeah, guy usually they use a belt a belt's a very popular choice even better when she gets in the boat wakes the guy up oh wake up please 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 wake up help me help me please look my leg my leg and then he decides to like quote unquote sew her leg wound shut yeah it's bad oh you want to look at it oh ow okay 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 he gets some fishing line and a hook pours like the moonshine or rice wine or whatever he's got there in the boat with him on her leg while he's pushing it through he just has his thumb full ass in the wound (laughs) and then pushes the needle through once once yeah and then he's like there you're patched up (laughs) And even when he pulls his hand away, I noticed the the latex on the wound, like part of it, like flicked off, like oh a big chunk God. of it, like fl- like moved. I'm like, well, then you didn't, so it shut. And then, well, in, in the way they set up the wound, it's not really a way you could just sew that up. It's just no, it's, mangled. No, a chunk of her leg is gone. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't sew that shut. That needs skin graft, and like that needs surgery. And who in their the right best- mind is like? Hey, Vietnamese fisherman. Yeah. Get in there with that fishing hook. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. We haven't spoken a word to each other because we speak different languages, but I trust you to just dig on in with your dirty, dirty fisherman Oh, it was so dirty. All of it. The needle, the pliers. Everything. Everything. And then I think she takes a nap, and then he dives in to go check his fishing trap or whatever, and then he's killed by a shark. Um, and keep in mind, he like dives underneath the boat, and it's like you can see the boat is right above him. It's shallow water. Yeah, he goes down to check the trap. Maybe six six foot down, I'd say. At, and then at it's suddenly, it's suddenly a great white shark too. We haven't seen a great white soldier. This is a different shark now that suddenly got this vendetta against Alicia. And that's Silver the thing; shark. it's a personal vendetta. It, it it turns into Jaws four now. Yeah, kinda. Because before it's like very small sharks. Yeah, and then now suddenly a great white's here just now because, and uh, kills the guy, and then. 
what happened? Oh, then well, she finds that uh, little trolley motor. Oh, that's right. He's got a little mower that looks like it's made out of a leaf blower. Even that was digital, Dustin. They, I, they couldn't even make the fucking prop. They, they literally did not have a prop guy. They couldn't because it, it even it shows it like fall over and it was the jankiest like digital effect of this thing falling behind her. I'm like, you guys couldn't have made it's the laziest prop. I could have, I could make that right now. And I'm not even a prop guy. No, I bet I'm for, not even handy. I could go just grab my weed whacker and put that the metal thing on the front of it. Boom. It looks like that. That's what it is. Yeah. You guys couldn't make that. <laughs> what the fuck? And the, the movie was shot in Florida. Uh, there's boat people around. Trust me. Yeah. You, you can get a little rotor thing yeah, to slap on a weed whacker. Grab a local. All right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, but then and this is where like the CGI gets buck wild bad. They really stopped caring. Um, or like the movie was like finishing rendering, but they had to p- put it in theaters right now. So like, oh, sorry, we can't render the last act. <laughs> uh, go. Um, and then the the little boat flips over because also it's it's anchored by the like a anchor for a fucking aircraft. Oh, it's carrier. massive. You massive. Would never anchor. use an anchor that big for a boat like that. But it flips over, and then she's underneath. And now when she looks down, it's like she's in like the fucking mariana trench like it's so deep and it's like no you were just in shallow water we saw that this movie pays no it there's no continuity they don't care no there's no there's no sense of 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 physics of location of i don't know sense because then she looks down and it's like so far away is the great white circling underneath her i'm like we were just in shallow water you were on a reef and now suddenly it's just infinite no in the fisherman's definitely in like a cove he's in a small yeah. cove yeah because he well, he checks he swims down to check his traps yeah you don't do that in like the deep sea <laughs> like, he's not aquaman no and then the sharks are swimming at her and so she she starts she coils the rope around her because she can't pull the anchor straight up so she just starts wrapping it around her body which also makes no sense makes no why sense is she all. doing this because she's well the boat's overturned did we mention that Yes, I, yeah. Flipped, okay, she's yeah. underneath. Yeah, and there's just a line hanging down. And for some reason, yeah, she's just coiling she's herself. Like, and it, the movie doesn't give you a sense of why she's doing it. She just starts wrapping legs. And then suddenly, like, she goes, <gasps> and then looks down. And then this doesn't make sense either. All you see is the great white hanging there. And the anchor is, like, in its mouth and jutted through its face. Like, yeah. it almost tried to eat it. And it went through its well, head. And also, you didn't get to see it. The great white was approaching like it was going to breach, which I don't think a shark would do that if the its prey was in the water. But it's at the surface still. Uh, so potentially, potentially, don't be don't be a dick, Dustin. Okay, so I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I am, no. Listen, no. I want to apologize. I took this a little too far. No, it also too when it's eating the guy, it just stays on the surface. Like nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how sharks eat a guy. It did submerge him. It take him down and <laughs> start eating him. Like. Uh, but yeah, so I guess the shark tried to eat the anchor I mean, bit bit too hard. I, it makes no sense. Makes no sense. Then what happens? Then she's just out of the water. She gets on top of the overturned boat. Oh, but then now that's floating back towards the tourist area where she started. Yeah, and that makes no sense. Why did it float out there? I don't know. Because the anchor. Oh no! Because then she just it, no. She, she she goes by a buoy. That's where she ends up, right? She hears. But that's, but that's where she started, though. Because then you see the same beach where they started from. Oh, really? Even though she was just at a beach. And she also, when it's the boat slipped over, she just goes, eh, and then rips the anchor off. But yeah. she couldn't do that when she was in the boat and it was upright. This movie has, if I don't know, if you've ever seen like Birdemic, it's got Birdemic level of like digital effects and 
and green screen and just 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 fucking infuriating <laughs> That's just so fucking mad. And when they're at sea, this is one of my notes I have here. When they're at sea, she's immediately insane. That's the thing. I wonder if there's it was meant to be out there for a few days. That's the thing. I think so, but they just refuse to let us know that. Because like, she's right away fucking nuts. She's out of her goddamn mind. She's like, no, we must. And it's like just yeah, like screaming they, at him. They try to, they try, try to do a scene where she really flexes that actor muscle of a yeah. dramatic... Yeah, well, I'm, I'm worried she pulled it. We should have gotten on the rock. If they were right there, they could have seen us. The storm was too strong that we, we could have been killed. I could have done it. They were there. The rescue was right there. Honey, I, I, I understand. I understand what you're saying. It was too dangerous. Maybe for you, but I could have gone for us. You were hanging off the side of the house. Do you remember going underneath the house? And who put me down there? Jay, that's that's ridiculous. I can't believe it. We always do it your way. It's always your way. I think that's everything I have to say about this absolute pile of shit. Do you have anything else you want to say about no. the Requin? No? no, I'd prefer. Okay, yeah, I do. Okay. The Requin is French for shark. The fuck does that have to do? Movie never says that. Because no. I, I, well, I think I read a review that said like the Requin, like Requin refers to a certain family of shark or something. I don't know. Either way, either way, it doesn't. It means something to shark related, and it's also no one says it in the movie, so you have no idea what Requin means. You have no idea. It doesn't say it at all. No, and this would be more accurate if it was just Lost at Sea, because this is not a shark movie. No, they no, try to turn it into one. It suddenly becomes one for the last. 15 minutes yeah but it otherwise it is not a shark movie at all it's it's kind of meant to be like a uh you know lost at sea like survival drama it's also not that because it's just nonsense no it's just two idiots who want to die they want to die yeah yeah this this is the the first movie we've watched where i don't have a single complimentary thing to say about it i think even the worst movies we've watched on this show i've had like a, oh this was funny or even like there was an idea i liked they didn't execute it but like the idea yeah there's usually something yeah something we can pull out i can't think of a goddamn thing i, don't I have, want to mention i don't have a goddamn thing that is even close to complimentary like this was only a waste of time a both from making it and watching it a waste of time. I don't know how much money. Let me see how much money. Yeah, you got to see what how the budget many, was. How much money did this fucking sack of dicks cost? Let me see here. No, eight and a half million dollars for what? The horrendous CGI. Oh, Silverstone's price ain't that high. Eight and a half million dollars. Are you fucking me? They shot most of it in a tank. Are you dry fist fucking me? Eight and a half million dollars. Fucking Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre looks better than this. They at least shot in an actual swamp for fuck's sake. It did look. Some of those sharks looked way better than the shit we saw on this. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I'm so fucking mad at this. I'm so. F I, I knew it was going to be bad. But like, and look at that poster. Look at the, the lie of that poster. That's the thing. Even the great white we see is not as big as what they're showing no, in that poster. Well, and the, the trailer is just like, fear has teeth. This is a shark movie. It's not. It is not a shark movie. No, they it is not a totally shark movie. were trying to sell it 
as a shark movie. This, this, you know, because I get it. Everyone's trying to make a movie and everyone's got their thing. This one, though, is like everyone who made this, shame on you. Shame on you. You made you made trash. You made a waste of time, a waste of space. You wasted money. You uh, you you wasted resources. You uh, you I wasted electricity by playing it on my television. You know what I mean? Yeah. I this 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 was a negative on the carbon footprint I'm leaving on this planet because I I watched this on an electrical device. Yeah. Don't, it's uh. don't watch it. Do not watch it. If any, don't even like this is. Because other movies we've watched where I've been like, hey, if you're curious, whatever. You know, this one, I can only say, if you watch, you're a fool. You're a fool if you watch this. I feel like a fool. I feel stupid. I feel dumb. I know. I almost pulled the plug halfway through. I thought about it. You don't, Honestly, I wish you had, I wish you had said, this is not worth it. Let's not watch it. Let's not talk about this in the podcast. Because we only, we only committed, because we're like, well, it's a new one. I know. Alicia I, Silverstone. It looks bad. I, I and I was hoping. I thought it was going to be fun bad like sort of. I knew it wasn't going to be like like a, a so bad it's good movie, but I thought at least what I thought it was going to be was the whole movie was going to be on that houseboat just so they could basically shoot people in the corner of a room and pretend like they're on the ocean. Right. Is what I thought. And I'm like, "Ooh, this could cause that's like when you have you know, schlocky action movies like they used to do a lot in like uh, movies from the 80s where it's like, oh, this elite team of soldiers, they have to go to a base and blah, blah, blah. But it's really just an excuse to shoot in the woods the whole time. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's immediate production value. You don't have to do anything because it's the woods, you know? I thought it was going to be that. No, they burned on the house right away. I thought for sure it was going to be how can we force these people to be in a house while being on the ocean <laughs> is what I thought it was yeah. going to be. And I thought that was going to be the fun. But instead, they burn that immediately, and it's this other horse shit. Everything is digital shots. There's so many digital shots in the movie. It's, I think I saw it was like it was like a thousand. It's like so many digital shots, and then and then just the 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 fucking bummer of the like character plot, where I'm like, don't don't make me have to think about that. And I'm not I'm not that I'm against a storyline that has that kind of weight to it. But well, they this, just, this is not the movie for this that. This is not the movie for it, because they kind of just bring it up, and it's like their thing, and then they just well, yeah. kind of move on from it. No, because there's no, like, diving into it. They just they, no. they touch on it subtly throughout the movie. And there's no real tension between them. In the beginning, it seems like there's going to be, and then once they reveal what it is, oh, then they're fine. They're both just going through a bad time, because they had this traumatic event happen to them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. And then she doesn't, like, overcome it. There's not a, there's never a moment of being like, oh... You know what? I am strong enough, or I can blah blah. It's just like she has that shitty dream sequence, but then she's just back to making terrible, terrible decisions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and like, there, there is so much horrendous dialogue in this too. It's it's yeah. It is. This is one of the this for sure is one of the worst movies I have ever watched. I've watched a lot of bad movies. This is up there. I would maybe put this in my top five, or I guess bottom five, or whatever how it works of worst movies I have ever watched. It's truly painful to watch. Yeah. Because, I mean, I I remember really disliking Dark Tide and just being super bored. This tops it. This tops it. Hands down tops yeah, it. There, Dark, were, there were things to talk about in Dark Tide. Well, yeah, because Dark Tide was incredibly boring, but it wasn't... I wasn't just furious. I wasn't angry at it. And even at the end, when everything goes nuts in that movie, you're kind of like, what is happening and why? There was questions, you know... 
so I would say Dark Tide is is two of the worst movies we watched on this show. Yeah, no, this show those are the two right now. The, are- the Requin has taken first place. The Requin is awful, just awful, awful. Because even the fucking sci-fi originals we've watched, at least there's stupidity to discuss. You know, even like a movie like fucking Toxic Shark. You know, where it's like, oh, I liked the ideas they were playing with. It didn't work. You know, the idea of, like, the zombie virus makes them, like, turn infantile. I'm like, ooh, I haven't seen that done before. No, it was much easier to discuss and not just but be terrible. disgusted. Yeah, was it wasn't a movie I like. Or, or I already mentioned it, like uh, um, Shark Lake, the Dolph Lundgren one. Very, very bad movie. Eh, some moments that made me go like, <laughs> you know, the dumb English guy they have. The, yeah, there were still know, things. There were yeah. things. There were things that made me, like, go, like, wait, what's going on here? And have to, like, kind of look at it and and enjoy discussing it yes but this movie no you're just trying to look away the whole time yeah and i'm not, i i'm worried this wasn't fun to listen to because it was i'm just, a little bit scared too I'm i think scared. we should we should get out of we this. should absolutely get the fuck out of this and just do something else so yes. the rest of this episode will have nothing to do with the requin yes so we're gonna we're gonna take our break and we'll we'll come back with the shot and, and some, with some other stuff and we're just we're gonna we're gonna forget this I'm, happened i'm washing my hands of this i think that's a great idea yes that's the Requin, and fuck, fuck off. It, fuck it in its eye. <laughs> That's right, motherfucker. Not today. Hey, Dustin, you want to do a shot? Uh, I think we have to do a shot. Oh, God, after this one, what'd you bring us? I brought us, on uh, your recommendation, Screwball Kinda. Peanut Butter Whiskey. Yeah. Uh, oh, this writing is so small. To the Misfit Black Sheep and Screwballs. Hey, that's us, baby. We just gonna chug these little bottles? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Listen to that. <laughs> these are little bottles, huh? Clinky, clink, little bottle. Here we go. That is a good one. I forgot that's a good one. That is really good. Damn, that's a really good peanut butter whiskey. That could make a fantastic mixed drink. I think we have done it before because this is one I know I've had, but I couldn't remember. But damn, that is a good peanut it's butter whiskey. Just, it's, <laughs> it's really it tastes like you're just chugging watered down peanut butter. Yeah, but like in a good way. I know it sounds gross. Right, but. it does. Sound, yeah, but no, it is. It's really good. <laughs> That's really tasty because peanut butter is hard hard to do right. And we've talked about that with beer, but it's in whiskey too. A lot of them I've had has that chalky, just like flavor additive kind of thing. No, this one's creamy. It's yeah. Yeah. That's good. I did. Damn, like I that. forgot that was tasty. Damn. Okay. All right. Um, so shot topic. We haven't really decided what the topic is, but we know we wanted to get away from the fucking movie, which I'm not even gonna mention the name of again. It's dead to me from this episode. Yes, the movie that shall not be named. Thank you. Yeah. Um Voldemort. We'll just call it Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort the movie. Voldemort the movie. Um, uh but weirdly, I know this will be this will have been a couple of weeks ago, but we are recording right now on May 4th. May the 4th be Star Wars. And it's so it's Star Wars Day. So what's something Star Wars we do? We just do something Star Wars. We just like, let's start recording. We'll do something. We also called a couple of people. I called a couple of friends to be like, hey, what's a shot topic? And they fucking panicked. And you know, one of them is my girlfriend upstairs offering only the darkest of topics. You know, I'll call, I'll call, I'll call it everyone else. Steve Wonderlick, guest of the show, friend of the show panicked panicked had nothing coward <laughs> called my older brother he didn't answer but i do think he's at something right now but he, still <laughs> yeah he may be the number one fan of the show but he's on my shit list now <laughs> right you think he would be ready just in case you'd think so always be ready yeah always be ready for my call especially like, if it's sharktoberfest related 
that's the thing. We we should almost get him a red phone like Batman. Good call. You Good know, call. just for emergencies. Yeah, you know. He's probably not using his landline. We could probably hook up just a nice red phone there, a nice shiny red phone. <laughs> It'll just be there. <laughs> Who uses the landline anymore? Every let's let's make this a challenge, people. Hey, if you got a landline, <laughs> get a red phone. Come get on a red now. phone. Because no one's calling that. They're calling your cell phone. Let that be the red phone. So when that goes off, you know something's for real. Or a telemarketer. But either way. Answer it with the same gusto, though. It'll be fun to answer it to a telemarketer. Yeah. <laughs> And just be like, Mr. Mayor, how can I help? Like, just do that. Do that, no matter who calls your landline. <laughs> They're like, excuse me? And be like, uh, this is the red phone. Uh, yeah, you got an emergency dog? Or you better hang up till someone calls about a museum robbery or whatever. Whatever happens in these situations. Um, so we just said something Star Wars. So now we're just, we're, this is jazz. <laughs> oh, no, we're riffing. Or jizz because that's what they call the music in the cantina in star wars did you know that no they call it jizz it's called jizz george Ooh. george lucas named that music jizz the that's jizz music you guys <sighs> i'm so curious when the word jizz became well here's synonymous a- with <laughs> baby batter <laughs> well i think I think how it became the music in Star Wars is I think George Lucas was thinking, like, what do you call it? And I don't know. It's like jazz, but different. So he changed the letter, not realizing he named the genre come is what I really think happened. I truly think No, happened. I'm sure it is. I truly think it happened because it seems to be when, when George Lucas was asked questions <laughs> around Star Wars, he never really had an answer. And honestly, I don't think that's on him. Okay, so a Star Wars topic because now it, the shot's already going kind of long, so we need to we need to sprint yeah, through yeah, yeah. the shot this. topic here. Uh, what's a Star Wars topic? What's a what's a okay? How about this? What is your least favorite Star Wars property? Because I know we can go favorite, but I feel like we're gonna say like one of two of the same movies, right? Yeah. Oh, because because real quick, let's here on the count of three, let's say our favorite Star Wars movies. One, two. Three Return Empire of the Jedi. Back. Really, Return of the Jedi. Oh no, Empire's way better. Yeah. Because <laughs> Return of the Jedi would probably it's, be that's okay. Because mine, it's, it's a good wrap up, but yeah. Because the Empire, well, Empire's great. Yeah. I also and the way that shit ends. It's just like for me. Also, I t- I tend to say Empire just because when I'm watching that one, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, the vibe in this one is so good. I really love New Hope. New Hope is really good. Like that's th- that's the one I tend to watch for fun. When I want just some good Star Wars like warmth in my heart, yeah. I watch New Hope. Empire is just really good and also it's the least touched of the special edition shit they did. They fucked with that one the least. Return of the Jedi has got too much special edition stuff in it that gets a little distracting for me, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, but those are, so so least favorite, least favorite Star Wars movie or series or whatever. There's so much out there now. Oh, I know your least favorite Star Wars property as of late. I might even all, just say all time dog, all time. I might even say Book of Boba Fett, man. See, I didn't watch that yet. That's your least favorite. Okay, I don't know. You've probably heard about it. I assume little but yeah uh, some some details i don't really like what they're doing with the character of boba fett like it's unnecessary for one right because he's already a pretty badass character yeah and then they it just went from that show 
mm-hmm. to the teaser for Mandalorian. It's it's Mandalorian well, yeah. season two point five. I know it kind of shifts into low key being a Mandalorian season, but yeah. I do know that. Um, for me, I would probably have to say, can I guess? Yeah, absolutely. Is it the first of the prequel movies? Phantom Menace? Yeah. No. Oh. No, no, no. More recent. More recent. More recent. Um, the Han Solo reboot. No, I watched part of it and fell asleep on a plane. Okay. Last guess? Yep. Rogue One. Ooh, Rogue One's up there. Rogue One, I did dislike quite a bit. Um, if I really had to pick one, it would be Last Jedi. Oh, God, yeah. Last Jedi made me very angry. And I'm not one of those people just like, this isn't Star Wars. It's not just that. Like, I didn't. That was the beginning of me being like, this trilogy doesn't have a plan. And it didn't. Because then the next movie, last uh, Rise of Skywalker, tried to undo ret- everything. Tried to retcon Last Jedi. So maybe, honestly, maybe Rise of Skywalker would be my least favorite. Because at least Last Jedi tried to tried to do something. I hated it. It's the first time I've been angry watching a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I watched no. Star Wars movies and not enjoyed them. That was the first time I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And it was too long, and I was just annoyed, and I just didn't like what it was doing with the trilogy. But then Rise of Skywalker tried to subvert it, and at least Last Jedi tried to stick to its gun and be like, no, fuck it, I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. That, whole, of- that whole trilogy was yeah. so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you had such an opportunity with the effects you have now. Yeah, you know it. It, it well, they needed to have a plan. The problem is they put too much faith in J.J. Abrams, and I like J.J. Abrams. This isn't me shitting on him, but he likes too much of that. I think we talked about it recently, but he likes too much of that, um, that mystery box shit of, uh, like, oh, here's questions, ooh, misdirection, blah blah. I'm not gonna have answers. I'm just gonna bring up a shitload of questions. That's up to the next guy to sort out. Yeah, it's like, well, well, that was no. That, that's not how. Yeah, there were so many bad decisions. Yes. First one is getting yes. three different directors. Why would you do that? Well, no, the original trilogy did that too. That's okay, but you need to have well, okay, but you need to have a Feige. You need to, well a Feige or or a George Lucas. George yeah. Lucas had a plan like, for the original trilogy, and honestly, too, though that I'm not one of those people who now are like the prequels are actually brilliant. No, they're pretty janky movies, and there are a lot of laziness in it. But George Lucas at least designed those movies to be a trilogy that cohesive plan. Yes, and yeah. there is there is a a uh, cohesive look, a cohesive feel, even though the feel gets a little like blandy. I, I was at least like, you know what? He designed that trilogy the way he wanted it to be. Well, someone was driving the bus. Yeah. No one was driving the fucking bus on this last no, trilogy. No one was driving the bus in this one. And it no. just got very disappointing. Rogue One, I had a lot of problems with too, because that's where that's all I could do a whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that, but I won't get into it. Yeah, I kind of forgot about the trilogy because I I've seen them all once and I've put them out of my mind because I just that's the thing. I really I, don't like them. That, it, and it's the problem is like I loved Force Awakens when it happened. I knew it was a lot of nostalgia shit. It was a lot of just kind of doing a revamp of New Hope, but I was okay with it because I'm like, you know what, Star Wars just needs that. Needs a new just hey, let's just let's just put let's put some makeup on her, get her back out there. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? And I was okay with it. It felt fun. It just it you know I don't know. Well, at it, least it could have set up something great. Yeah, and I was okay with it, just feeling that way. I'm rarely okay with it, but that one, I was like, you know what? That one felt fun. It felt like it made me feel like a little kid watching Star Wars again, even though it literally was kind of the original Star Wars. I was okay with it. The next two made me not like that one as much. Yeah. Because that one used used to be my three. It used to go 
I've always been kind of tied between Empire and New Hope for number one. I go back and forth because I just love both of them so much. Then was like Force Awakens. Then Return of the Jedi. Then the rest, you know. Yeah. But it, honestly, those next two made me go like, oh, fuck, you didn't have a plan. And it made me kind of. No, and yeah. it was just directors battling each other yeah. in those last two. Yeah. And then the last one, they just got so buck wild with the story. They were just like, uh, I don't know. Well, they tried to cram too much in. They tried to cram three movies into the start. They tried to fit a whole movie into the like first act. Of yeah, like, because uh, we the, we got to redo everything that happened. The emperor is here now because we're making that the focus. He has not been mentioned till now. Uh, all this other stuff. Uh, here's these these MacGuffins that we're chasing for reasons. Um, uh, uh, we're going to make Finn less important, even though he was the best character in the first one. <laughs> uh, 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 ben, ben Solo's good again. Uh, uh, Ray, Ray is the most powerful Jedi in existence. Uh, and, and, uh, um, uh, Oscar Isaac's character, whose name, I can, uh, Poe, Poe po. Dameron, Poe guys, Poe is not gay. He is not gay. He's got a girlfriend. Here you go. Here's an <laughs> ex-girlfriend. See? See? He's See? not gay. We heard you guys on the forums talking about how you wanted to ship Finn and Poe, and we're telling you right now, Poe's got a case of the not gays. We're Disney. <laughs> uh, is that a shot? Did we do it? I guess. All right. This this whole episode's weird. This is a bad episode. <laughs> it's a weird episode. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. Because we watched Voldemort the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it. But what this has become uh, for me is a comfortable yeah. episode because you got me a new chair. Granted, it's secondhand from thing, what was upstairs. Thing, it's not a new chair, but we got a new chair. So that chair moved down here. So now you got a comfy chair. Yeah. And is it working well? Bro, I, I've got the mic back. I'm chill. I'm, See, look I'm at you. I like I'm it. Kick back. I like it. I like yeah. it. You're in a whole, this is a whole new mode of Dustin. I on the needed show. this. Guys, get ready. This, this, this show is playing the seed for what Dustin's going to be in the future. <laughs> That's the shot. Yeah. This is Ghost Empire Dark Lager. First off, Ghost Empire, one of the better beer names we've had. I think Ghost Empire is a great fucking it, name. It's pretty pretty rock and roll, yeah. That's pr- that's pretty fucking rad. Uh, let me bring up the biz on Ghost Empire. Ghost Empire. Actually, fitting too, because we watched, we just talked about Star Wars, The Empire. Huh? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Guys, I've told you, when you look back, the show's going to have an overarching theme. You'll see the seeds we planted. It's a good show. We know what we're doing. <laughs> we know what we're doing. We always have a plan. Empires rise, empires fall. A hauntingly delicious dark lager? Those are forever. Ghost Empire conquers the palate with rich malt sweetness and a spectral touch of hops. Scary good. 5.5% ABV, so lighter than the last two. And then what I can't... Did You you, you found the, the measurement on the last can. Do you know where it is on this one? Oh, uh, well, let me look. Hold on. Go ahead and look. I, I'm, I'm holding my phone, so I can't quite uh, look at it yet. Listen here. Yeah. It's 12 fluid ounces. Oh, thank fuck! It's 12 fluid ounces. <laughs> Let's sample the, the ghost timber. I'm excited for this one. This is the I love this can, too. Yeah, I think you're really going to like this I one. I really love it. The the purple. And what is it? That's like a pinkish orange yeah. color. It's, no, it's, it's hard it's, to tell in this lighting, but... 
It's fun. I really like the the. Design. I do love the dark purple can. That's a dark a great color. Can, it's a really good color, especially for a dark. It's like, it's a like dark a, lager. It's like a metallic. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really like it. It's just a simple design, but you know, I love my simple good designs on cans. Ooh, yep. I like that. I thought the dark lager would be a nice way to finish this episode out. It weirdly, for being a dark lager, it has a little bit. It feels a little um. Kind of like a palate cleanser. Yeah. It's a little bit of a sorbet. Well, of yeah, a beer. Log- that's what I mean. Lagers are kind of, you know, they're, they they are kind of a palate cleanser. They're kind of nice when you've had a lot of, yeah. you know, crazy flavors. It's nice to have something just yeah, kind of chill. This is, it's, it's honestly, it's very simple. It's not very bitter. It's light. It's, it's, um, it's not quite crunchy, but almost. It's pretty close. It's close. It's not, I wouldn't, it would not gain the rank of crunchy, but it is. What's a, what's a lower? I know it's in between chewy and crunchy, sparkling, and sparkling. Like it's like pop rocks is what it feels like in my mouth. Does <laughs> okay, that make sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Not quite crunchy, but it's 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 giving me the sensation. Are we, talking noise, about, are we now talking about peppermint patty? That's hmm. That that's the sensation. From peanuts, the character. What what? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this. I figured you would. That's why I saved it for last. I thought dude. it was going to be heavier. I really thought it was going to be heavier. Oh really? Okay. No, I knew this would be a nice like transition out. You know, I like it. No, yeah, this, yeah, this is a, a closing time. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know you home. Um, well, you just made that sad. What you made that sad? I made that sad. How do yeah. I make that sad? The song's sad. You were kind of crying when you sang that. He sings it that way. Okay. It's a sad, it's a closing time song. He doesn't know where to go. He needs someone to take him home. The song is sad. Oh. Yeah. Sad. Because it's sad too, because it's like closing time at a bar and he it matters who he goes home with. So he's putting a lot of his personality oh. on that. Yeah, see? Because there's only like one gross person left in the bar. And exactly. He you know. just needs to partner up with someone before the lights get too bright. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Um, so this is our bonus features. Again. Uh, we do not want to talk about Voldemort the movie. So we, <laughs> no, we we, just, we are yeah. We want to do nothing with that. So this is a totally left field pitch of bonus features. We both did since we hated that movie so fucking much, so much. And if you sat through our review of it, bless you. I mean, one I, we don't we joke about a lot of people don't listen to the show, but the people that do are very devoted listeners and we are very very grateful <laughs> we have we have good we don't have a ton of fans but we got good fucking fans the best i would say they, they're very fucking yeah. good because they it's it's they like, put up with a lot of bullshit <laughs> it's low numbers but it is consistent numbers baby <laughs> i will take it so what we decided is instead of talking about that horse shit we want to go the other way and we wanted to recommend some movies we like so what we both did and we just did it in like a minute we both jotted down three movies that we like and we want to recommend. And these are, honestly, my choices are kind of wild um, because they were just like the first three that came to my mind on a kind of a theme. You have kind of a theme for yours, but yes. Um, do you want to go first? Absolutely. I would love to. Yeah. What's your first movie? Uh, so I chose horror as my genre. Horror? I've always been a big fan of horror movies. We don't do You're, a lot on this show. You know, well, we, well, we, we no, will. No, 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 no. We've done a lot of horror movies. They're just not good. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> we've we've done largely horror movies. They're just very, very bad. Well, I mean more like monster or slasher. You know, we, we've done a lot of monster movies and they're very, very bad. 
<laughs> that's of, true. Because basically, that's what Shark and the Bug movies and everything, they're all horror movies, but sure. they just, they suck. I guess they're not what I have here. Exactly. Okay. Well, good horror movies. Yes. You have good ones that people yes. might watch and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start with one I've spoke to you about recently. Yes, please. And it is called It Follows. It. I have not watched this one yet. This has been on my list for since it came out. As far as horror movies go, for recent years, this is one of the best I've seen that yeah. was original. Right. Uh acted well right and it you, you stay engaged the whole way right and you generally get creeped out right it, well it's, it's literally like a, a creeping threat is the literally yes. like the the premise of it i've not seen it i know part of the hook of it but i don't know enough to like spoil it so i'm still like i need to just fucking sit down and watch it yes i, just I would like to discuss it with you i would love at to, some point i, sh- I should I'll, i will try to watch it soon because i would okay. love to talk about it with you yeah fantastic okay number two. Oh, you're going through your whole list Oh, you okay. want to go back and forth? I was going to go like a one. Let's go one back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you got? So mine, I'm I'm kind of on a sci-fi theme at the end. It stops being sci-fi, but sci is part of all of them. <laughs> there you go. Now, this one is a little more of an obvious one. This is this was kind of, uh, it was a, I don't think it was like a hit hit, but it did okay. But Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise uh, sci-fi basically. Uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt is in yes. it. It's, it's basically sci-fi Groundhog's Day. Right now, because I think we're in a moment right now where I'm noticing a lot of time loop movies. Yes. And, and uh, TV shows even. TV yeah, shows. yeah. A lot of those happening. And most of them are fine. It's a very done premise. Groundhog's Day did it perfectly. It's going to be hard to touch that one. I feel like number two in that specific genre is Edge of Tomorrow. Have you seen Edge of Tomorrow? I have, yes. I and think, I would agree with you. I think it is so good it's so fun obviously it has a little bit of like it has like kind of a third act problem where it just kind of has to rush to the conclusion however i think the way it parses out its premise of being like a a, a time loop situation it does it very well because it doesn't it doesn't repeat just the same things over and over again it gives you tastes throughout because then when it reveals scenes you haven't seen yet we're now seeing them after he's gone through it nine thousand times it's just, it's really good. Um, you know, I'm I am a sucker for when Tom Cruise gets to do something different than just being Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I do like Tom Cruise. I know he's a psycho. I get it. <laughs> you know, the dude, the dude is an engaging watch. He's one of the few like movie stars left. When he gets to like really, yeah, have no, fun. He he has something. Well, he's got that. He's, got, he's got that. Factor. He's got that star he it has factor it. thing. He just has it. And in this movie, what I love too is in the beginning, he's playing a pretty boy coward. Is he? Is he's a good? He's a he's a handsome face it, to put on the news. It is a lot of fun to watch him go through his progression. It's really fun watching him play instead of being like I'm Tom Cruise. He's playing a fucking coward in the beginning, and it's so fun. And then through the time loop, he slowly becomes this reluctant badass. It's just, it's really, really well done. The sci-fi premise is really good. The way they make that whole time loop thing happen um, is really fun. It's it's got uh, great action, but it's also it's also light. It's got just a good vibe to it, a good sense of humor. Yeah, the the jokes it, land really well yeah, too. It's just it's just a it's it's like a perfect little popcorn movie. And I'm when it when it came out, it was one of my favorite movies of that year. That was a that, I remember that year. I don't remember exactly what year it was that it came out, but that year I remember my two favorite movies that year were that and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. It was like a good. It was a good weird year for just like big budget sci fi movies, 
and it was like those two were like my favorite movies of the year and i'm like and it wasn't like me because usually i always had like weirder choices for yeah. my favorite movies but yeah like, yeah especially for uh mainstream yeah but, yeah, the, yeah but that year i'm just like i fucking loved those movies and edge of, to- edge of tomorrow is is one if you have not watched it and you've heard of it Go watch it. It's just a f- really fun watch. Yeah. It's a really fun watch. And that's watch. one I could see where people maybe didn't watch it. Right. Well, because it seemed... Well, also, it was one of those ones they fucked up because it was called Tomorrow. It's based on, a, a, I think, an, a manga. If not... It might be a graphic novel, but it might be a manga. But it's, it was called, like, I Am Kill or I Am Die or something like that. So a weird title. They called it Edge of Tomorrow, and then they all the posters said, like, live, die, repeat. That was the log line. People started thinking that was the title. So I think in, like, DVD release stuff, they started just calling it live, die, repeat. Oh, really? Yeah, it's one of those ones they, they fucked up the marketing of it, so they had to kind of panic. It's like with the new movie, the new Nick Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah. Have you noticed all the new trailers just start going, Massive Talent? Yeah. They've tried to now undercut the title. Because they're like, everyone's just calling this the Nick Cage movie. Let's cut out the unbearable weight part and just massive talent. I'm Nick fucking! And I'm like, this feels... And I remember seeing that. I'm like, this feels like an Edge of Tomorrow situation. Yeah. Where they're like, I think the I'm, title's too hard for people to remember. Yeah, I may have seen that before in the DVD, but... But no, definitely one to check out. Yeah. I agree 100%. It's super, super fun. fun. I, I really, really enjoy that movie. What's your number two, my friend? All right. So this one is kind of an obscure one. Can you give me a... I just spilt on myself. Can you give me a tissue? Thank you. Sorry. You can cut past this. I just... Oh, I will. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> you hot fucking... How subtle of you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now you might not cut past it. <laughs> okay. Oh. You're number two. Yes. This one, I th- it may be a Netflix original. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I assume you've seen Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Yeah, we've, we've talked, we've about, talked that. about Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Do you remember the sister who had to wear the gloves? Yeah. Well, because she's married to Mike Flanagan, the, she is the Kate, director and Kate. uh, Katie Siegel. Katie, is that her name? Katie Siegel? Yep. That's really close to who's the or Kate Siegel maybe she goes by yeah because what's what's her name from from uh because uh, isn't it like it's Kate Seagal isn't that the from from Married with Children and uh, oh, Futurama is her that's name Kate um, what's her name something Seagal so it is very close yeah it's Katie Seagal Katie Seagal so that's why yeah. that's why in my head I was just like wait a minute that's so this <laughs> actress goes by Kate. It's Kate, I believe Siegel is how she pronounces okay, it. Okay. S-I-E-G-E-L, I okay. think. But yeah, yeah. So she she was in a movie back, I think, 2006. It was called Hush. Oh, yeah, yeah. So White Mask is the Oh, I didn't realize she was the lead photo. in that. She's, She's the, the lead. lead. So oh. she plays um, a deaf author right. who's out in a cabin out in bumfuck. She has some neighbors close, mm-hmm. but there is a person trying to kill her. Right. But she can't but hear she can't hear. the house. Yes. Yeah. So... A lot, a lot of tense drama in that one. Did Mike Flanagan do that one, or she was just in that one? I don't know. Because I, because I know he's, she's in most. He, of he pretty much, yeah. He puts her in he everything. Did, 
because didn't he do like one of the Ouija or no the uh, uh, not Ouija Oculus and she's in that. Yep, she's in that one. She's in that one. Just recently did a, uh, another Netflix show and she's in that. They're do they're doing another one now coming up based off an Edgar Allan Poe story. Oh really? Which one are they doing for Edgar Allan Poe? Edgar uh, Allan Poe. Um, Ed Dragon Low. I can't remember the name. Oh, you don't have to look it up. That's fine. Um, interesting. No, I, I I like Mike Flanagan. I'm glad he's getting to do like those Netflix series stuff because I like that. But interesting. Uh, yeah, you've told me about that one before. Hush. Yeah, and I recommend I, it. It's fun. I think it's one of those ones Very that's like tense. has been in my Netflix queue for like five fucking years. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and I just I'm pretty sure it's a tight ninety. See, I'm like, I love me a good tight ninety. I know it's a tight I ninety. Love me a tight ninety. And she she played it very well. She, in my opinion, she's a good actress. Good actress, and um, it's like I feel bad only saying like she's married to the director of it, but like I just knew that from pop culture. She's good. She's great in Haunting of Hill House. She's really good in that role. I don't think she necessarily got it from being married to the director. I'm just saying that's I just know that trivia. No, it's just yeah, that's just she's, that's just that's just trivia. She's yeah. great. I'm not I'm not meaning to be like she's only known for being a director's wife. Like no, no. I just know that. But she's she's actually really good. So. Um, interesting. I didn't know she was in that. Yeah, I didn't know she was leading. Yes, okay. she is the lead. I, I highly do, recommend that. I it was do fun. like her. I haven't because I haven't watched their that new Netflix show that he did. The what the fuck is it called? I know the uh, Black Mass, Midnight Mass, Mid- Midnight Mass, Midnight Mass, Midnight Mass. Yes, yes. Your Black Mass was the fucking that was Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, <laughs> yeah. the fucking uh, Whitey Bulger, uh, Whitey Bulger movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Midnight Mass. I heard that was great. I haven't watched it yet. I heard that too. I heard it was really good. That might be, I think it's a one season. Should we want to done that one maybe? Ooh, that, it is a one and done. done. We can maybe do that. So my second pick. This was a movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember really enjoying it in college. Weirdly, and I didn't do this on purpose. It's kind of time loopy itself. Not in the same way, though. It's a movie called Time Crimes. Which I know sounds like a shitty title. It sounds very, it's very Jean Claude Van Damme, very Time Cop. It sounds absolutely. It's a, I, I, I think it's Mexican, uh, but it's it's Spanish language. But I believe it was produced in Mexico. Um, but it's about, oh man, how do I sell this movie? I, I didn't think about how to actually pitch it. This guy, he's on a little vacation, like with his wife. And he sees something strange and wanders into basically what is a time machine. He wanders into this like place, falls into this time machine, and goes back slightly in time. And so where the time loop comes in, if you get this loop of like things he's seen, he ends up being a part of. It's a very, very interesting, very it's a very small sci-fi thriller. It's very well done and it's very fun even though it's, it's not like a, a popcorn movie it's not necessarily like a, a, a funny movie it's it's pretty serious and gets a little grim but the premise is very very fun uh but it's it's, it's called time crimes time crimes <laughs> all right I know. time crimes sounds like it's a bad title i'm sure it was like one of those things that sounded better in spanish <laughs> yes <laughs> you know once it gets translated it's like it sounds kind of dumb uh it's a very good movie i know it was on netflix for a long time i don't know if it still is okay i'll have to at least check um, out the trailer i'm curious about it. it it's it's a really fun movie i think it's hang on it's directed by sorry i'm just doing a quick juggle search no worries. Juggle it up, man. Yeah, because the Spanish title is Los Cronocrimenes. That sounds, sounds way, way cooler, cooler. Yeah, which means the crimes of time. I think. Yeah, but it's still. Um, but yeah, it was directed by. 
uh, Nacho Vigalondo. He did Colossal, that that Anne Hathaway movie where she's like controlling the monster or whatever. Yep, yep. yep. Um, Sudeikis is in that. Correct? Sudeikis is in that. He yeah. did a movie called Extraterrestrial, which I've heard really good things about, which is a, a Spanish language movie. Um, he did one of the VHS movies, so he's he's, he's been a, a he's a worker. He's been doing some shit. He's been around, yeah. I yeah. think I think most of his movies are Spanish language, but he he's done a, okay. He's done a couple of uh, American movies. I know they did a well. VHS. Like, was it Barrio? Does that sound right? Do you, is that they've done like nine of they those? Have. So I'm I'm not really sure. And they really <laughs> those really fell apart. Yeah, the first couple were okay, and I want to apologize. It's not Mexican. He it, he is from Spain, so it would oh, okay. Be, it's, it's Spanish language. I I thought he was one of. I thought he was part of that like kind of Mexican class of filmmakers, like him and Alfonso Cuaron and Guillermo del Toro and uh, Alejandro Inarritu. I thought he was kind of part of that class, but but he is not. So that is that is me. Uh, you know, being mildly racist, I'll just say it. <laughs> but no, he is he is he is from Spain, so it would be. Uh, but it, but it is Spanish language. Um, it's it's good though. It was a good little small movie I'd never heard of until a friend of mine showed it to me, like in film school, and it was just a really really good watch. And right. I That's I a... can't I can't sell it more without just giving right. it away because the because how it proceeds is the fun of it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So oh yeah yeah yeah. It's one of those where you. you the the going down the rabbit hole makes it more fun. Yes, exactly. So I yeah. can't tell you much more, but if you get past the title of Time Crimes, <laughs> yes. there's a good movie in there. <laughs> All right. I like that. What's your number three, my friend? All right. My number three is, this is just a comfort food one. Ooh, okay. It's I like from that. the 80s. Yeah. It's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors, man. Dream Warriors fucking rules. I love this Bro. one. This is one I've seen and I'm a fan of. It's comfort food. It's just, it's it, there. It is. You're always going to like it. And it, you can rewatch the fuck out of it. It's so 80s. It's so 80s. It's, it's one of the, of, of the, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. It's probably the most of its time. Probably. They're all, they're all pretty of its time. That one is fucking pure oh, they, they 80s. They lean into the 80s. It's, I love Dream Warriors. Mwah, mwah. It's, it's one of the few of the Nightmare of Elm Street movies, Nightmare of Elm Street, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that I've seen start to finish, because I've only seen a few. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one I remember seeing when I was a kid and just being like, this one is so fucking fun. I, I think it was the first one I watched. I just happened to, I knew of Freddy and knew yeah. of all that. And I'd seen, well, I'd seen parts of the original one. I think it's kind of what brought the franchise back. Well, yeah, it was a little more popcorn. Because number, than, yeah, yeah, number two gets a little, little bizarre. I don't think they knew what to do with a sequel. I don't know. I, no, me. it it was. I'll say that where it's uh, discernible to hear from human ears. I don't think they knew what to do with a sequel. There we go. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard myself. You, you heard it. That's great. You're like a person who understands their dog. You, yeah. <laughs> I could tell you, you knew what I meant. Uh, normal human ears won't. Yeah, that one the the kills are all super fun. It's the, fun. The yeah. the group of kids they get together. Well, the 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 premise, the the premise of like they're all in this like are they in an, insi- an yeah, asylum like or like an a asylum. sleep study thing or something No, weird? it's an asylum. It's, it's an asylum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's all kids who have had experience with Freddy? I can't quite remember the premise. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but the, um they're all hung up on something yeah they're all having issues i don't it's not necessarily freddy yet but um, it's like but it's like a support group they're in yeah 
kind of because but- um essentially um Patricia Arquette's character kind of brings Freddy into the fold right and then we do get Nancy again from the very first movie which is kind of right fun. right right because she's kind of a therapist she's Oh, is she? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Wow. wow. Uh, I don't remember. Because I, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it was one of those ones when I would catch it, I'd be like, this is so fun. Yeah. Because I, I think it, the whole pull behind is that, um, God, I cannot remember her name, but it's Patricia Arquette's character can bring people into her dreams. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 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 The, it's the first. Um, taste in the Freddy movies where it's it's where they go. They go silly hard. It's where they go silly. They, they, listen, I'm silly hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> you like that one? You like that? <laughs> yeah, it's where it's where they first go really silly, but it's also where they first introduce the idea that um like other people have dream powers it's where they almost they start creating like the expanded freddy universe of oh like, yeah because they start doing that in one of a, a one of the later ones they have someone who's got almost like carry powers you know what i mean and like i think it's like five i think it is like five yeah or no four because four is dream warrior right no dream warriors is three. Oh, dream warriors what's that that was called dream master dream master is yeah. four or five and i think that one is like the character has like kind of power over freddy a little bit i think it's the fifth one is the fifth one okay the fourth one's kind of a carryover which one's fourth one what's that one called oh is it just freddy's revenge the voyage home no <laughs> But that's where they start doing. This is the first one where they introduce the idea that like uh, controlling dreams is a power that not just Freddie has. Yeah, yeah. Because Nancy kind of like yeah guides them, and she's like, because she she does actually literally do like guided meditation yeah, with it's, them. It's 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 interesting because it's they almost started creating an expanded universe that weirdly worked for a little bit. Okay, so the fourth one is Dream Master. That one is Dream Master. Okay, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought that one was Dream Master. I think five is Freddy's Revenge, right? Excuse me. Oh, no, the dream child, because there is a pregnancy in that one. That's that's how Freddy is connected to the world, because the child's dreaming. So even when... What? (laughs) I've never seen that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Because at the end of four... We got to watch all these movies, Dustin. I I have them on Blu-ray. We need to have a, a fucking, marathon. Oh, we got to have a ridiculous nightmare on an Elm Street marathon. I think is what's coming up. That would be, bro. That might have to happen because I because I do love Dream Warriors. I've only seen a couple of the Freddy movies, and I I I do love Dream Warriors though because it's so. That's just it's my favorite, and it'll always be my favorite. It feels like a video game, like in a weird way of like you're play you almost see, you're like playing through like if someone took Freddy like levels, yeah, yeah. Someone took Freddy and like what? How do we make a Freddy video game? I don't know. You're in dreams fighting him. It's like how it feels. I don't know. I, well, I that one's really fun. I, th- I think the kills in that one are like the best. Yeah, well, because they, uh, it's the first time that the movie is stacking up to the silliness of Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because even in the first one, the first one's a little more of a serious. It's much more serious tone. movie. But even Freddy's presence in it is a little silly. Right. It works, though. It yeah. works. But in, in once you get to Dream Warriors, it's like the rest of the movie is also going like, yeah, 
bitch. We're also. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Too. We're also a Freddy movie. Like, literally, he slams a girl's head into a TV and says, welcome to primetime, bitch. Yes, like, that's come on. great. It's that's fantastic. primetime, bitch. Isn't that the one, too, where he does that? Because the one girl is, like, hooked on drugs, and his fingers become, like, hypodermic yep. needles, and that one. Yeah, that one's so good. Well, and That he, one's so fun. And he always has a, he has a tagline for every time he kills someone. Absolutely. You got to have it. And that's the thing. I think this is where they realize the the fun of Freddy, which is, like, he can be... Because he's the only one, to me, that can get silly, and it doesn't kill the franchise. Yeah. Because Freddy's on its own, is a silly concept. And worked as a horror movie in the first one. But as if you keep doing more, you got to get a little goofy. Like Absolutely. Jason, like Jason Voorhees, as you get more goofy, it kind of starts killing the mystique of Friday the 13th. Yes, once you hit Same, uh, Michael, Jason X where you're in space. Absolutely. And, well, then Michael Myers, too. It's like, well, that's just supposed to be a regular guy. And after, once you get to Halloween 2, it kills the mystique of Halloween 1. Because right. that, that was the beauty of that movie. Because Halloween 1 is like a perfect horror movie. Oh, sharp drop off. <laughs> not the what? same. Not the same no. number two. But Freddy, you get this weird, you know, this kind of uh, not quite a plateau. It dips. It has its ebbs and yeah. flows. But there is like you know, the the whole premise is so silly. We can have a lot of silly in it. Well, it's easy to make sequels to that. Yeah, because all you need is dreams. Yeah, everyone you has dreams. A group of teens. Yeah, yeah. How they should do a fucking. I know they've tried to reboot and it didn't work because they tried to just reboot the franchise, right? Yeah. But what if you do, I mean, I guess it doesn't quite work, but like everyone's always dreamed. You can go different places in time. <laughs> you really could. But the whole Freddy lore. I understand that. But. Can he, can he time travel? It, are dreams a nexus point of reality? Mm? 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 Do you ever see uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare? I own parts of it, but I've never seen okay. the whole thing. So that's and, actually a pretty good one. Well, that one's like weird and meta. That one's a little, a little meta and it's a little darker. It's not I know, that one, funny. That one he's trying to make it. That's what's weird about that one. Because I've seen parts of it and it's like it's trying to make it serious again while also being a meta joke on the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Yeah. That's a which like I give Wes Craven credit for trying to get that fucking weird with it. Those ideas don't really mesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of like, how do I make it serious again? But also pretend like nightmare on elm street the movie exists <laughs> you know what i mean it's like oh, yeah. kind of it's kind of strange and all that it's certainly not in the same vein no but uh my third right, yeah movie, yeah what do you got so i i started with a sci-fi thing and this is where it's no longer sci-fi and it's actually sci non-fi because this is this is uh, uh, this is historical actually oh first man the uh, movie that Damien Chazelle did with Ryan Gosling about uh, Neil Armstrong. I, I know what you're talking about. I actually have not seen that one. It's great. I love that movie. It may not be for everyone. It's a little long, maybe mildly tedious, but I think it's a great representation of what the space race was at that time and all of the tragedy that struck all the astronauts like preparing for it. It's a big through line through it because a lot of guys died in the early days of NASA. I would imagine. A yeah. lot of training accidents happened. Um, but the cast is great. It's a very it's a very kind of blunt telling of it, which I, I like. And it fits the character of Neil Armstrong, who's a very unemotional person. Um, he's a very closed off person. Right, Both just uh, pretty much. I'm here to do a job. Yes, yeah. He yeah. had. He kind of had no 
no real sense of humor about him. He was a very closed off person. And that's all the autobiographical details about him. This is the problem when you do a show where you drink. <laughs> you, you, get <laughs> mush, you get mush Boy, mouth. You get mush mouth. And then when you try to say a big word, it sure fall apart quick. But I, it's a movie I really enjoy. I watched it a couple years ago. And it's, it's a longer movie, too. But it hooked me the whole time. It's like a two and a half hour movie was totally invested really enjoyed the journey of it it feels like it feels like a mini series as a movie and i mean that in a good way which may not sound good but because it, it feels like it's covering a lot of chapters but it flows really nicely the time jumps don't feel jarring they feel like they're earned like they feel like chapters almost the emotional the emotional catharsis like towards the end is great um i think the movie chooses the right time to be hyper realistic and times to take kind of liberties with the story for emotional reasons i i think it works it's a movie that didn't it got some notice, but not a ton. It didn't really. I remember it coming out. I do remember seeing the trailer and being like, ooh, I might want to check that out. Yeah. But I just, I never did. It, it is one I thoroughly enjoyed. I caught it recently in a hotel room. I was on the way to a gig, um, and I had to stop a night. It was when I was going to Denver, and I had to stop for a night. Sure. Like, and I, it happened to be So on, you saw this very recently, then. Well, so I, I watched it a couple years ago, like, all the way through on, like, HBO or something. Watched it through and enjoyed it. And then I was clicking through channels, just finding something to have on while I was watching it. Right. And it was one of those things where I actually had to make myself turn it off to go to bed, because I had to yeah. drive a lot more the next day. And I was getting so hooked back into it. A movie that I know everything that happened in it, but I was enjoying it again. And it's got a great cast. You got Ryan Gosling, Jason Clark is in it, who is also in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Huh? Yeah, look, I, look at I, that. You know, he's look a little, he's kind of underrated. He's also in Winning Time, a show I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode. Oh, this, is he in that? This is a good show. Yes, he plays Jerry West. He's, okay, and he's great in it. But he's in that. Oh, what's his dick? Corey Feldman. <laughs> Yeah, Corey, he plays Gus Grissom. Listen, that's Corey just Feldman. that's just dream casting on my no, part. No, what's his name? Uh, um, he's in. He was in. Um, oh, Corey Stoltz. Corey Stoll. Stoll. Corey Stoll. Stoll. Dude, you fucking got good job. I didn't even finish saying what I was saying, and you fucking got it. Yeah, he was in. He was in a House of Cards and Ant, Ant Man. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. That guy. He because he's in, he he actually plays. I also um, actually really enjoy him. He plays Buzz Aldrin. In okay. It. Uh, he's in it. Shea Wiggum is in it. He was in a bunch of HBO stuff. You'd know him if you saw him. Okay. Um, uh, f- oh, fucking what's his nuts? For, well, I can't remember anyone's name. He was in uh, Friday Night Lights, the series. What's that fucking guy's name? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? You know him. He's the coach, right? <laughs> he's the coach. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of stuff. He's in it. Uh, the uh, Neil Armstrong's wife. I can't remember her name. Apologies. Uh, but uh, Claire Foy, she's the one. He, she played... Um, Queen Elizabeth in the first couple seasons of The Crown. That was her first big role. What's well, a hit series? I'll just those. pretend like, yeah. I'm yeah. naming it for people who may know. She's <laughs> she's fucking great in it. Really good movie. Really good movie. It's, I think it's the only Damien Chazelle movie I've seen. He's the one who did Whiplash and La La Land. And I think there's another one in there. But it's it's good. I really enjoy it. And I think it's a great, um, a great representation of 
of space of the reality of the space the race. reality of it, but also uh, of just space travel because it's mostly instead of doing like from outside and you know where everyone shows spaceships it's all very much done in the capsule sure. a lot sure 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 to really put you in like their place yeah which really works especially for the training shit where everything is so dire and so fucking scary and it really does make you go like wow what a terrifying idea <laughs> well especially in, at that time at that time they were making it up yeah. You know what I mean? They were just really trying to guess their way to the moon. And I wow. Mean, I want you to think about cars from the 60s. Sure. Now imagine a spaceship <laughs> and being launched into space. Yeah. Remember when cars were boats? Now imagine. <laughs> well, I'm just like, you know, just think no. about when you see a car from back then. They're very rudimentary, very simple. Well, the, a big thing with the, the space race then, too, was they had to figure out how to put a bunch of shit in a light enough capsule capsule yeah, to, to launch at the moon. Yeah, so you can get out of the atmosphere. <laughs> like, it's when you really like, I, I kind of get that's the one place where I kind of get, you know, like moon landing conspiracy theorists. Like I, I think we went there. I think we did it, you know, but I, uh, there's the thing of like, yeah, how, how, how exactly how did we do it? Think of the technology. And when you see the stuff they use, like the capsules and stuff, it looks like nothing. It makes you go like, how could a human even live in this? But they, it was a lot of making it up. You know, that's a, a great thing in um like Apollo 13 when they come to the one team and they're like, I think it's their water filtration systems broken. Something's broken. They're like, uh, they go to the team of engineers and they go, you guys need to figure out how to solve this problem using only these three things. And it's like a tube, a plastic bag and something else. And they're like, figure out how to fix it. You have six hours. Yeah. And then they have to do it. And it's like, to me that I know it makes some people go like, no, not possible to me. That makes me go like, wow, humans are amazing. Wow. Holy shit. We went, yeah, I can send a guy to the moon in a fucking tin can in a tin can <laughs> with a joystick he'll get there <laughs> but for first man's movie I, I really really liked i really like that so it's not quite sci-fi but it's it, it's science it's in that vein yeah i found i found a, a way to kind of you, you bridged it you bridged it yeah i bridged it the, the sigh is the bridge <laughs> well i think we did it i think we right? did it. i think we did it no wait we didn't we didn't super quick oh, okay I won't even really touch on it much. Okay. I told you about an article earlier today that I read. This isn't about Voldemort the movie, is it? Um, there's a link to it, but it's not necessarily uh, about the movie. Okay. I don't even want to think about it. I've had such a good time since we n- didn't talk about it. <laughs> this episode got really fun when we stopped talking about Voldemort. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The only thing about Voldemort the movie. Yeah. There are dolphins, correct? Correct. What did we do an episode on recently that had a big old thing in water? Oh, Anaconda. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. So apparently, in a Bolivian river, okay. some scientists caught some dolphins playing with an anaconda. Playing with an anaconda? Yes. Dustin just handed me a picture on a phone. Oh, they're like fucking with it. Yeah, they're fucking with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They have it in their mouths. They're fucking... <laughs> Dolphins are monsters. It's so great. It's so great that they're like they're adorable, sweet monsters. They're they're, just, sou- they're the they're sour just... patch kids of the sea. <laughs> First they're sweet, then they're sour. Yeah, they're. Just... <laughs> That's so great. 
That picture is fucking crazy. I don't even care about the you article. Need, I just want you to you see that. Know, you need to send me that picture. Oh, I will. That's so fucking good. That's oh, send me the link. We'll link it in the in yeah. the in the episode bio. That's so fucking funny. Because they are they just have an anaconda in their mouth. Dolphins, you crazy. Dolphins, you crazy. That's all I had. I just I had to share that with you. Worth it, one thousand percent worth it. That's very good. That picture is so stupid. They're just fucking with it. <laughs> oh my god, I love how horrible they are. It's to me, it's charming. To me, it's charming how monstrous dolphins are. I I do the. They're sexually aggressive. They can kill sharks and they fuck with things for fun. Come on. Hey, they occasionally save humans from sharks. They do. Here's the thing. They're probably the most human-like creature on the planet because they're both sweet and monsters at the same time. They're sweet and they're sour. They're, you're, you named it. You, you you crushed it with the Sour Patch Kids reference. Like they're Well, it's funny because you can tell they get bored. They get bored. That's the thing. And they're they're one of the few creatures in nature that get truly bored. They just want to poke things. <laughs> but then also a shark comes in towards you like, hey, what the fuck? What the fuck, bro? Right? You got shit? You got shit to say? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm a dolphin. I'll kill you with my nose. <laughs> it's the gun of the face. <laughs> That's great. That was really <laughs> There's like two of them holding it. That's so good. All right. Okay. We did it. We found a fun show in here. We did we, somehow. We endured some torture, but we found a fun show, I think. Yeah. We knew it was going to be rough. We knew we going knew in, this rough. was not we, going to be an easy one. We rarely text each other thoughts about the movie we're going to talk about. This one, we were just we had to just commiserate because we watched it the same night. So we had to both just be like, oh, my God. We just had to really. Yeah, I had to apologize straight out because I had seen it first. And I think I brought this for, to the table. I do think this was your idea. You said, hey, yeah. have you seen the trailer for this movie? Um yeah, and you could have pulled the trigger. You you could have te- if you would have texted me and said this one is not worth doing. I would have said okay. So you you do have that power. You have that power. But I I think we found some fun by avoiding the movie. Yeah. So I th- I so hopefully a, a good episode still happened. I hope. No, we did. We we pulled something out. I think. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I didn't like that wording. <laughs> we pulled something out. <laughs> Jizz TM. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so are we, are we, I think we're, I think we're further, I think next week's going to actually be the movie we've been teasing for a month and a half. We say that, but I think we've said that. It's just funny. We keep pushing it. It is really funny. It's funny. Um, and if anyone asks us, we'll tell you what it is. <laughs> I've told people. It's just fun to keep saying like, we're going to release this episode we recorded after we saw a movie in theaters. We just won't happen yet. In February. We saw a movie in February. We're going to release the episode. We just haven't yet. And it keeps being funny to push it back. It's funny because it's not even a lost episode. I think it's no. going to be a pretty good one. We no. just No, we have a couple of lost episodes. This one's not that. This one is just, we keep pushing it back because other stuff comes up that feels better to release first. And now it feels like it's a gag to keep pushing. I know. I almost don't want to. Maybe next February. (laughs) On the anniversary. (laughs) anniversary. (laughs) Uh, But all right. I I think we we just we got to be done. We have to. 
Um, this was fun. I'm I'm glad we found the fun because we started. We, did. we found we, we started bombed. Yeah. I'm leaving in a good mood. We had good beers. Uh, we'll never speak of the movie again. Ever. <laughs> uh, well, all right, that's gonna do it. Uh, join us hopefully next week. We're kind of on a hot streak of, of putting stuff out weekly, so we're gonna try to stick with that for at least through the summer, best we can. Probably, hopefully, we've, we've got plans for sure. We've got some plans. We got we got plans for uh, how much do we want to tease? Do we want to? We got plans for kind of a, a theme for the summer. Nothing should, huge. Nothing huge. Should we make them sweat it? Oh, that was maybe a tease. <laughs> Nothing to do, but we're not going to go too genre specific. We're going to have a through line kind of for the summer, just for fun for us, you know, just a, it's a gag for, for so we don't get bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Uh, for Dustin Bixley, I'm Logan Nielsen. Thank you. List. Thank you. Listening. Thank you. Listen. Thank you. Listening. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Listen and goodbye now. <laughs> Goodbye now. <laughs> That's good. I'm done.